What's going on, everybody? Fathead Joel here. Welcome to episode 26 of the It List Podcast. We have a fantastic interview today that we're excited to share with all of you. We have the one and only Nick Mangold on the show with us. Nick is an 11-year veteran of the NFL, former Ohio State Buckeye. We're going to be talking about the greatest Ohio State Buckeyes of all time. This is, of course, after we get Nick's background, his whole life story, what he's up to now. Today's episode is brought to you by Mangold 74 Barbecue Sauce. Not only was Nick a fantastic NFL player, he's also a fantastic concoctor of barbecue sauce. 74BBQ.com. That's all you need to remember. Spelled out. S-E-V-E-N-T-Y-F-O-U-R-B-B-Q.com. Go there. Two uh, additions. More on the way. Check them out. If you're in the Dayton market, they're available at the Dorothy Lane Market. But if you're not, you can get it online at 74BBQ.com. We got our good friend John Wallace, our friend Brandon Morovic, and me and Beer League Kyle doing this episode for you. Got hit with a little bit of the COVID. A couple of the members aren't here, but we're going to push on. It's a great interview. We'll be talking about the greatest Buckeyes of all time. Go to our website, theitlistpodcast.com. Links on there to all of our social media. Like and share. Leave us reviews. Talk to us. Interact. Hope you guys are digging the show. We're also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash theitlistpodcast. All kinds of bonuses on there. Bonus episodes, bonus merch, bonus access, early access, on-air shout-outs, all that good shit. And it's getting more exciting by the day. So check it out. Hope you guys dig the interview. Hope you dig the episode. This is The It List. Salty like McDonald's fries. They like the drinks and they like their food. The cars, movies, and the music too. They're gonna try to shove it into a list. So have a seat and we'll see what sticks. You're on the it list. You're on the it list. You're on the it list. Come inside. You're on the it list. You're on the it list. You're on the end list, wanna ride? You're on the end list, you're on the end list, you're on the end list, come inside. At least it wasn't like truck stop man love or something like that. Mm-hmm. Shaking on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You gonna be okay over there? Yeah. Kyle's in a new spot. Trying to steal Mikey No Name's mm-hmm. job. I think he'd be all right with it being taken. Yeah, I don't do. know. I think he might take it personally. I don't think I want to do it though. Yeah, I know. He likes to. He likes to. He likes to multitask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. All right. Welcome to the it list. We got a unique show for you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> old, uh... Kyle's in Mikey No Name's seat, giving a shot at googling. We are down two members, but plus two members. Everybody knows about the COVID going on. Mm-hmm. It has claimed Mikey No Name. He's not dead or anything, but <laughs> he's just not allowed to come hang out with us. This will be our second episode without him. Yeah. He'll be back, though, for our next episode. Yeah, don't you worry, audience. Yes, but we uh, were planning on having five for this episode, but we got a call this morning or a text this morning from Mark the Cop, 
who was running a 101 degree fever. Mm-hmm. So I think he's faking it. Yeah, right. I know. I don't think he wanted to talk about this topic because he's not a real man. That's right. But filling in as usual are our reliable buddies. We have Mr. Brandon Morovic. Yes. Who's in mid drink right now. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing, Brandon? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> he's a man of little words. <laughs> a few words. And pretty much our, our fifth member of the podcast as of late, Mr. John Wallace is yes. here. In, hey, in, glad to be here. Yes, in uh in full costume. We're really excited <laughs> Twice about that. In one week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Start getting my mail delivered here. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I know, I know, absolutely. Today's topic Playboy subscription. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you got to come with something more than that. You got to do swank or cherry or something, something a little bit nastier. (laughs) Biggins. Jadub doesn't strike me as a uh, Jadub doesn't strike me as a guy who doesn't like his porno nasty. (laughs) Get my Maxim sit here. Get your Maxim sit here. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, but where we're lacking in our normal uh, our normal cast tonight. We have a very special, special guest that we have for you calling into the show tonight. Our topic is top five Ohio State Buckeyes of all time. Now, I'm sure some of you will be listening to this going, oh, I want to fucking hear about the fucking Buckeyes and go do it, wherever you guys live. We're out of Dayton, Ohio. So, we tend to like our Ohio State Buckeyes, at least several of us do, most of us do. Mm-hmm. John Wallace does, as you can tell by the way that he's dressed. Actually, I'm the only fucker not wearing Ohio <laughs> State shit tonight. Yeah, I'm probably the least knowledgeable person in this topic who's sitting at this table. But we do have the one and only, was he, uh, all Big Ten, 11-time, yep. 11-year <laughs> NFL player, yes. seven-time Pro Bowler, mm-hmm. former Ohio State Buckeye. Nick Mangold is going to be on the show tonight. The legend himself. We're looking forward to this interview. He's not in studio, but we can't have everything. He'll be calling in, and we can't wait for it. So we're going to talk some Buckeyes. It's that time of year. It's football time. What do we think? How many games in are we as of right now? As of right now, they are... Three? Three, you know? Three. Yeah, They're only know. three in. How many are they playing? Well, one was canceled. Last That's right. Last week was canceled. The Maryland game Maryland. was canceled. Because of positive tests in Maryland. Maryland had like camp, right? double-digit cases, I believe. So. They probably just pulled a mark and wanted to get the hell out of it. Very well could have been. Yeah, because they're playing this week fine. Yeah. Like, oh, are they? Yeah. Ohio yeah. State's not on schedule, so you know. How many games did they, they drop it down to this year? Supposed to eight. Be eight. Only eight. And then the Big Ten Championship game. Okay, it's normally, what, 12? 12 or 13. Depending, depending on, on how many you got out of How schedule. many school for the blinds the yeah. Buckeyes have to mm-hmm. schedule. How's your hand doing, Brandon? It hurts. It hurts badly. Tell every, tell the people of the world what you did. <laughs> uh, mess with gasoline and fire. It's, ah. it's not good. So you you had... did you Were you using gas to start the fire? No. I didn't know that it was hot still. So when I was... Turning it in to a, get it going, what was it in? burn barrel. So okay. I was fixed, and mm. I reached down to kind of get more of it going because we had probably twelve inches of ash uh-huh. in it. So when I reached out to do all that, it just caught fire. So you had like fumes on your hand? No, I probably had gas from filling up like the gator, oh. and didn't realize like I wasn't thinking about it at the time. And was this at work? It. Yeah. Oh, workman's comp, comp though. Hey, there we go. He hit the jackpot. Yeah. Oh, he's getting a nice vacation, <laughs> sitting around with a water bucket with his hand in it. We'll put some pictures on our Facebook page uh, yeah. for uh, the uh, the fabulous the way it looked. My wife about puked when she hey, saw that. See it now. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> is it is it worse now? It's. I mean, all the blisters have popped. 
uh-huh. and like some of the skin's gone off when I've like showered and scrubbed. So now it's just like pink red. Oh God, burns are the fucking horrors. Yeah, that sounds just awful. We had this. Uh, we had this kid when we went to high school. <laughs> His name he might he might even be a listener of the uh, of the of the it list. His name was Dustin Cole, and uh, his nickname was Fire because he was a redheaded guy. Yeah, that's an impressive impressive uh, burn oh, pictures that's there. That's a good one there. Yeah, you have to airdrop me those pictures. I'll end up uh, I'll put those on on the page. Uh, so they they were they were doing a bonfire out at somebody's house, and uh, we used to joke with this kid Fire. Because uh, he had a, like a tribal or something tattoo on his calf, like on the side of his calf, so we used to make fun of him all the time for it, you know, and, and all that shit. And so then they're having a bonfire, and him and this other guy that we know, Sean, I believe is how the story went, were pouring gas on the bonfire, and uh, it it like caught the caught the tip the stream, of the, probably, and all that. Well, it caught like the tip of the nozzle of the, oh, yeah. of the gas can, so. It was like going in, and the Sean guy freaked out from what I hear. I wasn't there, but he kicked, he tried to kick the fucking the gas can to get it away from him, and it just shot fire out of it. Yeah. And it got, and fire got burned pretty bad on, on the side of his leg. We made all kinds of jokes about how they were able to skin graft and save the tattoo. But uh, he was, he was never in danger of dying, but I'm sure it was pretty painful. Yeah. They all got, all got for it. So yeah, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Yeah. Playing with fire is always fun. You ever been burned real bad, Jada? Not by a chick. No. No, nope, no burns. So. <laughs> I don't play with gasoline. Have you ever been burned? Nope. No, nope, neither have I. I. I burned my finger once with a lighter, but I was drunk, so that normally you happens. It. Yeah, I probably did. I uh, scraped one of my fingers on the oven rack getting a frozen pizza out once, but yeah. uh, that was it. Were you drunk then, too? I was. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What kind of pizza was it? DiGiorno. A DiGiorno. A stuffed crust. No. Oh, see, you got a good stuffed crust with you that. You got to. Absolutely. DiGiorno stuffed crust, it doesn't get much better. So, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Mangold 74 Barbecue Sauce. We're going to be talking about this a little bit later in the interview, so stick around. Nick Mangold has started his own barbecue sauce company, 74 Barbecue. If you want to get a hold of it, if you're in the Dayton area, you can get it at the Dorothy Lane Market locations. I've done it. I've checked on this. been to it. Got a, picked up a couple of bottles myself. It's fucking fantastic. But if you need to get it online, 74BBQ, spelled out, S-E-V-E-N-T-Y-F-O-U-R-B-B-Q.com. A lot of the proceeds of this go to charity. For the uh, fallen firefighters and police officers from New York, a charity close to Mr. Mangold's heart. So pick that up. Try it. It's definitely worth it. It's the bomb. I recommend it. So check it out. Our topic today is the top five Ohio State Buckeye football players of all time. We're excited to talk about this one. There's going to be a lot of local people who are pissed off about this one because there's just too many goddamn guys to keep on this list. There's so many of them. They're so good. We didn't take any current players. That's right. No current. No current ones. And uh, none really that recent. Not not even that recent. There was discussion about one or two. So we're each going to do two. We also didn't go two back in the history books. We didn't do like right, you know, right, thirty, forties guys. Hop on Cassidy. Hop on Cassidy. He was fantastic when it was seven on seven. Did they ever? <laughs> when they used? When they had the leather helmets? Is that when he played? Uh, he was back in the fifties, I think. Yeah, so I probably think they were. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I think he's calling. 
All right, out there in podcast land, we're very excited for this next guest. Being where we're from, this guy's become a form of a legend. People claim to have seen him around town with very little proof. They came to have been at weddings he was at, restaurants he was at. Hell, I thought I saw him once at Target, but I have no proof. He played at Bishop Alter. He played at Ohio State. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler, 11-year NFL veteran for the New York Jets. We have the one and only Nick Mangold on the phone with us. Nick, how you doing? Good. Heck of an introduction. I appreciate that. Oh, hey, we appreciate <laughs> you taking the time. We've been fans for a long time, and uh, we're actually really excited, even a little bit nervous that you're on the show right yes, now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how you been doing? You been staying safe during this COVID stuff? Yeah, um, it's been it's been interesting. We're living up in uh, New Jersey now. Um, you know, one of the areas hardest hit at the beginning, um, and so I've got four little ones at home. Um, so it was a, a wild spring um, of not going anywhere. Uh, but you know, I, I think we're we're managing, we're getting by, um, and you know, trying to do the right thing, trying to be safe. Um, and uh, it's just it's been been a crazy what seven months six eight months whatever it's been and you know it just it doesn't feel like it's been that long but then at times it does um and so uh it just stinks that you know i started a barbecue sauce and our first line of production came off on march 22nd um (laughs) terrible time yeah 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 well we're going to talk about that a little bit later now um you said you live in new jersey now uh, from a from a Dayton question, now that you live in one of the best pizza regions in the world, what are your true feelings on Marion's? Uh, I absolutely adore Marion's. Um, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a little inside joke we're always arguing about. Some of us don't think it's that great. Some of us love it. We wanted your opinion. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's funny. We um, we used to get back um, during the off season. We'd be back for seven to eight weeks every year. Um, pre-kids and everything, but then once kids got into real school, um, and you know, we it just we found it detrimental for the kids of having to move. Um, it, it'll be it, it was one of those things. So we we get back maybe you know once a week, once a year for a little over a week, and we have a regiment of local restaurants that we have to go to. <laughs> of course, yeah. And, and having a Marion's night is uh, is definitely one of them. Yep, yep. Oh yeah. Oh, what yeah. what else is on that list? <laughs> um, so that list always includes uh, Mama De Salvo's. Oh, got you. Delicious. Yep. Marion's uh, China Cottage. Oh um, nice yeah. <laughs> I think it's the best Chinese food. Um, we have to hit a, a skyline. Oh, of course, um, of course. <laughs> and. Uh, oh, and then there's always usually a run to double days um, for lunch. Yep, yep, yep. Have you tried? Uh, have you tried their new restaurant, the famous over there where Beef O'Brady's used to be? Uh, yeah, we uh, we were able to get down there. Um, it's funny, actually, the guy that owns it um, was my college roommate. Um, so I've been I've been up to date with with all the things he's got going on, um, and I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I liked it too. It's one of my favorite places around. Um, so like we said here, uh, the it list here is centered out of Centerville. So, uh, you said you get back here maybe once a year. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll go into some questions here about your career now. Uh, how old were you when you started playing football? Uh, I started as a wee elk in third grade. 
third grade. Was it uh was it something that you loved immediately or is it something that you were kind of feeling out or how did that go? No, I loved it immediately. Um, I remember I wanted to play in second grade um, and my mom wouldn't let me. And so I ended up playing soccer for one more year. And then third grade came around. Um, I think, you know, she finally got talked into it. Um, and, you know, I was sucked in hook, line, and sinker from the get-go. Yeah. <laughs> think of think of the, the history that could have been changed if she prevented you from playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, at what point did you start to realize you were pretty good? Was there like a was there a moment you can remember what age you were at? Um, no, I, 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 it's funny, and uh, you know, I don't think it's me trying to be overly humble. I never really thought of myself as overly good. Um, I, I knew I was on the the upper tier um, from average, but you know. It, it was kind of like one of those things that I felt like I snuck in to Ohio State on a scholarship. Um, and then in, at Ohio State, it was my junior year, and I saw guys getting drafted that I had either played with or um, or played against. And I was like, you know what, maybe the NFL might be a possibility. Um, you know, and still never really thought I'd get drafted in the first round. Um, and then it wasn't until... I would say sometime during the NFL career, I was like, you know, I'm actually pretty good at this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I read online somewhere that uh, they, well, at least this article that I was reading, kind of said that you were kind of passed over by recruiting services when you were in high school. Um, what At what point did Ohio State start, start showing interest in you? Were there other offers? I mean, what, um, what yeah, year did that, that happen? Was, like we, um, I, I remember when, when I got to Ohio State and I was talking to guys there, we're like, yeah, you know, I had 60 offers and everything. Um, going through the the college process in high school, I mean, I got they would send out questionnaires to everybody um, that you would fill out, and I think just to get on their radar and everything. And my mom diligently went through and filled every single one of them out um, and sent them back. And then I had um, I had two real offers. Um, and then one throwaway offer. Um, I got an offer from Clemson. Uh, my junior year, I talked to the offensive line coach on the phone for like 45 minutes, and then a week later, I got the offer in the mail. I was like, I don't think that's a real one. Um, <laughs> I'd never visited. I mean, we hadn't had any other conversations, so I found that odd. Um, but then I got I got offered um, before my senior season that summer. Uh, I went to Ohio State's camp and Notre Dame's camp back to back, and uh, I, I got offered by uh, Ohio State. And then while I was at the camp, and then went to Notre Dame and got offered uh, while I was at Notre Dame. Um, it took me about two weeks to decide, um, and I committed then to Ohio State, um, you know, fairly quickly. So it wasn't. I didn't have the same recruiting process that a lot of guys went, you know, the Ohio State, you know, it's a big program. Right. And it, it was it was interesting. Like, I got no offers from Mac schools. Um, like, everyone I played with at Ohio State was like, yeah, I got an offer from every Mac school. I was like, yeah, I didn't get any. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Somebody, yeah, I, like, about that. <laughs> I was talking to one of, the, one of my college coaches my senior year, and we were talking about um, – you know, just recruiting and everything. I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't really have a lot of interest. And he goes, I think the, I think everyone knew that we were going to offer you. 
um, and that you were going to obviously go with Ohio State, so they didn't even waste their time. Uh, but I was like, well, how do people know that? Like, why did I get the option? <laughs> right. Now, do you, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you grew up an Ohio State fan, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you were one of the Michigan de facto's that, that does it just to make everybody angry. Um, <laughs> no. What was it like the first time you ran into the shoe on a game day? Uh, it was amazing. Um, you know, it, it was it was a little, I don't want to say underwhelming, because the whole process was, it, it was an awesome experience. Uh, but that year, we started with Texas Tech, and I think we started playing the games before the school started. Um, and so there weren't any students around. So the stadium actually, I don't think, was sold out. I mean, it might have been sold out, you know, by paper numbers, but it wasn't. It wasn't full. Um, and I found that weird. I was like, I thought the stadium's always full. And then as soon as the, all the students showed up, it was full from then on out. So it was kind of a, a weird opening um, where it was amazing to, to be in it. But then looking at it, like. Why isn't it full? This yeah. is weird. <laughs> what did I do? No, um, you became a starter your true freshman year, right? After the uh, starting center went down? Uh, I became the starter my sophomore year. Um, after the center went down, I think in the second or third game. I played a little bit my freshman year, which I found wild looking back at it. Um, that we would change out our center. Uh, during a game um, just blows my mind, especially when I look back. I was able to watch, uh, rewatch the national championship game, and I realized it's probably the first time I've ever seen the broadcast copy of it. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I played um, on the goal. I was the goal line center. Mm-hmm. So for goal line packages, I came in um, and we switched out our center. One of the most important uh, center QB exchanges. And we switch out our center. I was like, this is wild. Right. Do you remember being like, I mean, what was your emotion on that? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Were you terrified when you when when he went down and you knew that you were going in? You were what, 18, 19 years old? Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was 19. Um, I was excited. You know, I, I think having played my freshman year a little bit kind of got me working on it. Like, you got those jitters out. Um, you know, I... I he, I definitely think Steph hated me for a long time, um, but you know, I think he's. Um, but it was it, it was cool and it was awesome, um, you know, to be coming as an Ohio State fan um, and then being able to play and, and be a starter for off for Ohio State was was awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you went on to become an All Big Ten honors twice. Um, and I know you answered this a little bit earlier. Was that about the time that you thought that an NFL career might be a legitimate possibility? Uh, yeah, it was, it was around that time. Like I, when I, I know when I first got there, it was like, well, this is cool. You know, I'll play at Ohio State. And then, um, you know, I, especially my freshman year, I wanted to be uh, an architect. Um, so it was like, I'll play at Ohio State, and then I'll be an architect and live in Columbus, and things will be all hunky-dory. Um <laughs> It wasn't until about my junior year uh, where I was like, I you know maybe I could play in the NFL. Um, you know, I'm seeing guys get drafted that I played against. Uh, maybe I'll get drafted. Right, right. Do as far as your family goes. I know your sister's a uh, an Olympian power lifter. How athletic was your family when it came to that? Were there past? Did you have uncles or your dad or anyone that had played before and made it to higher levels of of sports before, or were you kind of the first one? Uh, 
my mom swam for Wright Hat. Um, she swam in college. Um, so that was um, that was neat. Or Wright State, not Wright Hat, sorry. Wright State. Um, so we had a little bit, but no, nothing, especially not even football. Uh, I don't think there was any football in our family. Got you, got you. Huh. Now, uh, so you go on to the pros. I got to ask this. You were drafted in the first round, 29th overall in the 06 draft. Uh, one, were you expecting to go that high? And two, the Jets took you at 29th. Was there any other? I was, every time I watch the NFL draft, I think about this. Were there, was there any other team as a fan that you were hoping would take you? Or were you just excited for anyone? Uh, yeah, so for the first part, um, when I came out of college, they kind of, the NFL gives like your uh, projected um, round you know, for guys coming out. And so it projected me mid-third round. Um, and so uh, apparently I had a, a pretty decent senior bowl and combine. Um, so talking with my agent, uh, this was another one of those you know, forgotten things. So uh, leading up to the NFL draft, uh, players are able to take visits. To uh, I think NFL teams are allowed to have 30 different guys actually come to their facility, or it might be more than that. Okay. Um, and so I was living with A.J. Hawk um, in college, and he was crisscrossing the country, flying, taking visits to every mm-hmm. every um, team. And uh, you know, I'm watching him going flying all over the place. Finally, had to call my agent. I was like, um, so does this mean I'm not getting drafted because I haven't taken one? <laughs> no, you know, you did the senior bowl and you did the combine. You know, teams got a, a good look at you at both, so, you know, they're pretty comfortable. I was like, all right, well, he's going all over the place, and I know he's getting drafted, so, you know, I might not be getting drafted. Um, <laughs> and so when it came time for the draft, um, you know, I didn't uh, – I didn't care – where I would go. I didn't have a favorite team. Like, Ooh, you know, I didn't look at any of the teams and like, Hey, which ones could use the center? Um, you know, and have my wish list out of there. Um, I, I truly was just like, Hey, listen, if I get the opportunity, I'll go anywhere. Right. Right. What, uh, who was your, who's your team growing up? The Bengals. Bengals were got you. Got yeah. you. Um, what was your mentality like going into your first training camp? Um, I remember hearing a story. Uh, Brian Gimble is a friend of mine who's the uh, the head groundskeeper of Ohio State for the Horseshoe, and uh, telling a story about just, and I believe this was in the Urban Meyer era, where Urban just had this offensive lineman where he was just drilling him, making him do you know grass drills, and to the point where the guy was crying, like breaking him down, and said it was crazy doing that. But I've heard from people that once you get to that NFL level, that kind of goes away. Were there, was it harder? easier, more relaxed than you thought it would be when you got to the NFL? Um, no, it wasn't, because I had Eric Mangini my rookie year. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, we we were, it was still in the era of two-a-days, um, and it, it was a grind, a grind fest. It was just kind of a carry, carryover from Ohio State days. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was you know, I, I remember when I first got up to New York, uh, the Jets practice facility used to be on Long Island. Um, and the first visit I made for rookie minicamp, uh, we're driving out there and driving on Long Island. And I was like, um, are you sure we're in the right spot? There's no skyscrapers or anything. I've been to New York. 
and it just does not look like New York. And they're like, uh, yeah, we're actually on Long Island. And I was like, nope, that doesn't compute. Try again. Um, <laughs> and so it was, it was kind of that, that weird um, shock. You know, I, I had no idea that the Jets facility was nowhere near the city. Um, and, you know, training camp was, was held uh, at the facility that we were already at, at so it was, it was comfortable. Um, and it was also weird because I didn't technically hold out. Um, I just didn't show up when the rookies reported. I showed up when the vets reported. So, you know, I kind of got um, reports from the other rookies that were there because uh, me, and, me and Brick were the last ones to sign. We signed right before the vets opened up, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's weird because they don't have a full team; it's just rookies and everything." But I mean, once we got in it, you did the conditioning test, and then it was straight to to just banging. And so we were padded practice two times a day. Um, I think we went. I think the first year we went like seventeen some straight days of doing two days. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jeannie had us grinding. Yeah, um, your your career started under Mangini, and then uh, Rex Ryan took over in '09, correct? Yeah. And then you had uh, a what, couple years at the end under Todd Bowles, right? Yeah. Um, how difficult is it, especially being the center, which they say is the is the smartest offensive line position that they have? How difficult is the transition between coaches and systems? Um, for me, once I once I found out um, that. The Rosetta Stone of offensive plays. Um, when you look at when you look at different teams, you know a lot of teams look like they're completely different, and a lot of teams look like they're the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing I found after doing because I had the same coordinator, my initial coordinator I think was there for my first six years, and then I think I had a new coordinator every year after that, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was. Uh, you kind of realize that all the plays are exactly the same. It's just the terminology. Hmm. Um, so if you if you're able to to make that connection, um, you know, using the football Rosetta Stone, uh, it, it got pretty easy to to flip through um, different uh, systems. Yeah, is that that was what I was going to ask? Is that have you ever caught yourself in? Because I'm 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 a Detroit Lions fan, unfortunately, um, and uh, I know that Stafford, their quarterback, has had I think three head coaches and four different OCs through his whole career. And I've ever, I've always wondered if guys ever get lost in the terminology between systems. Like, have has there ever been like a a, a checkdown or an audible that you had essentially screwed up because it confused you or something along those lines where? Oh shit! No, that was the last system versus where you're at right now. Anything like that? Um, there is a little bit at the beginning of learning a new system, and I think the one of the biggest things that um, is difficult when you have turnover of the coordinators um, is just the fact that you have to start from ground zero every time you, you get a new coordinator. Um, you know, even though it's the same, it's basically the same stuff. Uh, they want to call it differently. They have a different style. Uh, that coordinator hasn't had time um, to build his process, um, and so it kind of puts you behind the eight ball every time you switch a coordinator um, because you do—you you basically have to start over. Uh, and I think that's what makes it difficult for a lot of guys. Right, right, right. Uh, do you remember having any particular guy across from you that was the toughest that you ever faced, or somebody that you didn't look forward to being up against when you're looking at the schedule? Uh, yeah, I mean the. 
and there's nothing I can do about it because we play twice a year. But Vince Wilford um, was definitely the hardest guy to go against. Really, really, huh? Yeah, that's uh, he was a tough guy, big dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you have a favorite? Go ahead. He's a big guy and he's strong, and you know, obviously weighs a decent amount. Uh, but what he also had was crazy athleticism. Um, was rumored to be able to still dunk a basketball. Um, at the size that he was, and he's only like six one or so, so he's not crazy tall either. Um, and he was just—he was athletic, and he was strong, and that's a terrible combination to have to go against. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Did you have a favorite place to play on the road when you weren't in East Rutherford? Um. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I will say I loved playing out west um, because we would take an extra day. Uh, so you got to, we, we would get out there because we, we typically we travel on a Saturday, um, play the game Sunday and you're out, out, uh, Sunday night. Um, for a West Coast game, we travel Friday, uh, and then spend the day Saturday in the city that we're at and then, you know, play Sunday, fly right back. So you kind of, you get that extra, um, extra time in a city, um, which was always neat because then, you know, you could go out and have a nice dinner. Um, and, you know, there was still curfew. They had curfew and everything, so you weren't going crazy. But it was neat to be able to see the city a little bit because, like, when we play Buffalo, you know, we get up there Saturday afternoon at 4. We have dinner. Um, we have meetings. It's curfew. You get up, you play at one, and you're gone. Like you don't, you don't have time. I mean, you sometimes you're barely, barely there for 24 hours. Right. Um, quick turnaround. So, I mean, would, would you find yourself like the night before games? Were you one of the? I've heard there's two kind of thought processes where people are completely focused on the game to the point where they can't even really enjoy themselves until the game happens, or were you the opposite, where you could take in the town if you had an extra day and enjoy all that stuff and not even kind of forget about the game or were you completely focused on it the whole time? Um, I think a combination. I think by the time you get to Friday and Saturday, um, you know, you're very confident in what you're doing. Um, there's not a lot of changes being made. Uh, you've done all your studying, all your, your prep. Um, you know, there's no, there's obviously no game, uh, an extra game. Like, Oh, you know what? We need to watch that film. Um, you know, so your work's done. Um, we always joke, you know, by, by about Friday at 3, your game prep uh, is done. It, it's then, you know, the, the fine-tuning, the polishing um, goes on. And so I was able to kind of separate a little bit, um, and enjoy my time, um, and, you know, get to, get to see uh, places that I usually wouldn't see, like, you know, um, when we played in Seattle. Um, I, you know, I don't think I would ever be like, "Ooh, you know what? Let's go take a vacation to Seattle." Um, <laughs> there, it's like, "Oh, this is neat. Let's walk around a little bit." Like, uh, we did that in Toronto. Uh, we played an international game, uh, so we, I think we went a day out early. Yeah, that was cool because it's like I'm I'm not going to take a vacation in Toronto. Um, so <laughs> it's it's neat add bonus uh, of of being in the NFL long enough. Right, right. So um, you went on to become a seven-time Pro Bowler, uh, two-time first-team All-Pro, and played 11 seasons with the Jets exclusively, which is rare anymore. Um, you retired in 2016. Was that a hard decision to make? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was tricky. Um, you know, it was 
the decision was fed up because of the fact that um, I got hurt, um, and then the Jets fired me um, in February 2017. Um, and so, um, when it came time, I was like trying to decide whether or not I, I truly want to play, and it was very difficult because it was always in the abstract. Well, do you want to play? And I was like, oh, of course I want to play football. That's what I do. Uh, but when it finally came time to be real. Um, you know, and I, I could put pen to paper and, and be at my, be at the next job in, you know, a day. Um, I really had to think about it. And, you know, I, I spent a lot of extra time with my kids that I've never had, um, you know, during the spring of 2017. Um, I, I got to, I got to really thinking, and, you know, do I want to uproot my family for what would essentially just be a one year deal? Um, do I want to play somewhere else for one year or do I want to stay, you know, I played, I, I'm a New York Jet 11 years, that's, that's who I am. Um, and so, you know, those factors came into it and, and once it became real, um, it was very easy to turn it off. Um, I, I think I still had the lingering, not fear, but knowledge that my foot might not be ever be a hundred percent. Um, and so if I, if I knew going in, I couldn't play to a hundred percent of my ability. Um, I wouldn't want to do that either. Um, because I, I don't believe in stealing checks. Um, so it, it, it got to be, it, it was tough for a while when it was abstract, but once it became real, um, it was pretty easy to close the door. <laughs> hey Nick, this is John. Um, did you have any teams calling you after you know you were let go by the Jets that were you know interested in trying to sign you? Uh, no, not right away because um, I was um, I think I was cut with uh, injury designation, a failed physical, um, and so I, I think that slowed people down. We waited till you know I'd done rehab and, and could pass the physical. Um, I got a handful of calls during training camp that year. Um, and, you know, I, I, I told my agent um, the only way uh, you're getting me off this beach is, you know, come back with, you know, like three times with how much I want. Um, and so they never came back. Um, and so, it was, um, you know, it, it was a little bit thought about it, you know, for a split second. Um, but, you know, at that point, uh, I, I knew myself and I knew I couldn't show up in the middle of a training camp after doing nothing um, for a summer and think I could do it um, and, and play well. So um, it, it was it was pretty easy. Yeah. Um, that uh, the, the infamous Disney World Internet meme, is that a true story or did somebody make that up afterwards or did you do that? No. Um, so it, it's yes and no. Um, I made it up. Um, <laughs> I, it was true. I was in Disney. We were eating. Um, we were at Epcot, and we were eating in Mexico um, when I got the call that they were going to cut me. Um, and so that just ruined Mexico. But at least I was in Epcot, so I could drink. Um, so that was helpful. Um, but then the mean part of it, you know, I was thinking because we, we were heading towards Flash Mountain the next day, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, it would be great if I, you know, looked sad or disappointed in, in a picture um, and put, you know, just memed it up. Um, and so that was that was kind of a on-the-spur uh, decision. So it didn't happen while I was in line for um, Splash Mountain, but it did happen while I was at Disney. <laughs> that, that was hilarious, yeah. Um, what do you think your chances are Canton are? Um, I have no idea. Uh, and uh, I had a college 
tell me uh, very early on, you know, I want you to worry about uh, what you can control um, as we were talking about the center position. And I kind of applied that to life in general. Um, and so Hall of Fame is nothing I can control now. Uh, did you know the best I could do on the field, um, and now it's up to somebody else. And so I don't really worry about it. Would it, if it happened, would it be amazing? Yeah, I mean, it'd be absolutely phenomenal. And I think that's everyone's hope that they get into the, the Hall of Fame. Um, but I will not be losing any sleep over whether or not I'm getting in um, because I can't control it. Right, right. So what have you been up to since retiring? I mean, do you get do you still get the mini games? Um, yeah, every once in a while I get to a game. Uh, I think technically I'm an ambassador for the New York Jets, so I, I shake hands and kiss babies. Um, <laughs> which is very difficult to pull off in a, a, a pandemic. Um, but uh, spending time with the kids, um, you know, we were able to, uh, we're close enough we can walk to our kids' school. Um, so I do, you know, I'm walking with them every day down to school. Um, and then, you know, put, putting most of my passion into my uh, mangled 74 barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen you on multiple interviews, especially, um, I, I forget which one it was. It was like pro, pro football this morning or something. And I remember, th- and not to mention the commercials, the, the, you know, the everything. You're a pretty hilarious guy. Um, have you ever thought about getting into broadcasting? I know you do a little bit of stuff for the Jets, am I right? Um, as far as like game day stuff where you're out in the out in the with the fans and the tailgates and mm-hmm. tailgate judging. You ever thought about going I that's what I what what brought that up was looking at the pro football talk in the morning going, This guy's better than all of these dudes who are getting paid to do this. Like I'd much <laughs> rather listen to you. I'm like, is there you ever thought about going into broadcasting? Um, yeah, I thought about it uh, right now. Uh, my kids are still young, um, and I'm very fortunate to be able to have time to, to spend with them. Um, so I, I, that's what I'm focusing on now. Um, you know, I, I try to stay relevant in the football world, watch as much as I can, pay attention to it, uh, so that you know maybe somewhere down the line when the kids do get tired of me, um, I can go do something. But uh, for right now, um, you know, I've I got a very special opportunity that I get to, get to be with my kids while they're young, um, so I'm trying to take advantage of it. Right, right. You coach Pee Wee football now, right? Uh, yeah. How, how hard is dialing down the intensity in that? <laughs> Does your wife ever uh, yell at you for yelling too much or anything? <laughs> no, so I, I, you know, it was funny. So I started, um, started helping out in second grade. We were flag football in second grade. And then third grade, we went to tackle football. Um, and I, I was really concerned about that. I was like, I don't want to be, you know, the, the coach that every parent's like, oh, my God, what happened to that guy? Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I try to be conscious of that. Still, you know, it's still football and it's still, you know, rules and, you know, teamwork. And so we're trying to instill, I mean, that's what it was instilled in me as, as a young player, um, accountability, you know, those type things. So. You know, I wanted to make sure that was all there, but, um, and, you know, there would be times where a little bit of yelling was necessary. But then I go to uh, lacrosse that spring after um, tackle football, and I'm watching these lacrosse coaches, and they're just screaming like crazy. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not as bad as that guy, so I'm fine. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know, seeing um, the professional side of football and, and being a part of it. Um, you know, it, it's a whole different world um, than seeing, 
you know, these kids coming out and, and playing, um, you know, with their friends just because they love the game, um, they want to do an activity with their friends. And, and that's something that's, um, you know, you don't get that on a professional level because, you know, none of us knew each other before we got there. Um, and, you know, it, it's truly a job to do. Um, it, you still love it, but it, it's also a job. Um, so to see kids do it and see the, the passion and the excitement they have for the game um, is, is really awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah, I imagine. Uh, speaking of passion, I hear you're also a barbecue connoisseur. Uh, tell us about your uh, line of 74 barbecue sauce. Yeah, so um, it's the mangled 74 barbecue sauce. Um, it's something that I started uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, you know, I've been making my own sauce for a while, and I, I enjoyed it. And I made it for my own personal reasons, and I'd serve it. You know, anytime we'd have a cookout or barbecue, and um, you know, people would say that it, it, it was good. However, you know, someone in front of you eating your food um, probably isn't going to tell you it's dog food. Um, <laughs> people are politer than that, um, and so I was never, I never really sure, and didn't really, and truthfully, didn't really care because I, I liked it, and so no one else liked it. That's fine. Um, and so my partner. Uh, we were talking about, you know, things to do, and um, I always I, I always joke that, you know, my career, I was an entertainer. Um, I never actually made anything. Um, and so he's like, well, what do you want to make? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I can't do woodwork, and, you know, I'm not good with that kind of thing. He's like, all right, well, you know, maybe you're just a little off base here. And I was like, you know, I do make a barbecue sauce. And he was like, all right, so let's buy that. I was like, whoa, 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 we need to find out if someone, um, if, if other people actually like it. So I made him a batch, um, and he took it and sampled it uh, within his company and, and his neighborhood, um, and we got great feedback. And he's like, it's a hit. Everyone loves it. I don't tell them, you know, it's yours. I don't tell them anything about it other than that they have to try it, um, and it, it goes over well. So I was like, all right, well, let's do this. So we started the process about a year and a half ago, um, and it was you know, I didn't want to go completely mom and pop where I'm making it, you know, in my kitchen and bottling it here. Um, I want to have some level of professionalism to it. Um, so we, we were able to, to get going. Uh, I had no idea what went into bottle design, label design, um, before getting into this. Now, after doing it, it is an amazing process. Um, because you walk down the aisles of a grocery store and you see barbecue sauce and, you know, it's just, you're looking at the bottles, and you're like, oh, the amount of time that goes into each one of those bottles um, to, to try to design it so that, A, you know, it looks good, but B, stands out against the other ones um, is amazing. I had no idea. Um, but, you know, I, I put out two to start. I've got the OG and OG Spicy, um, and I have hopefully two more coming down the road. I have four kids, and each, um, each sauce is after one of the kids. Um, the OG is obviously my first son, um, and then the OG Spicy is my second son because he's basically a carbon copy, um, except he's a you know damn firecracker. Uh, <laughs> and then I have two daughters, so they have sauces. One is still in uh, research and development. One is already done. Um, I just we're waiting on the right time um, to get it going. Um, but we have. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun to have it be associated with the kids. makes it a passion project that's easy to do. Um, and we also have teamed up with Answer the Call, uh, which is a charity up here in New York uh, that supports 
the families of fallen first responders, um, which I think I've, I've been with them for now six or seven years. Um, and so it's neat that a little bit of each bottle goes to, to help them uh, help those families out. Nice, nice. Where can uh, where can everybody get it at? Uh, so you can get it online, um, 74bbq.com, 74 spelled out. Um, and I believe we are now in Dorothy Lane Market, um, which was a huge opportunity for us, um, you know, to, to be able to get in uh, the hometown grocery store. Um, and so uh, you should be able to get it there and check it out there, um, and you can get it online. So online, um, come to find out shipping bottles is expensive. Um <laughs> We're, we're not Amazon. We're doing the best that we can. Um, but now that we have it in Dorothy Lane, uh, you can save yourself on the shipping. Yeah. Well, you've, you've traveled all over the country. Um, I'm a huge barbecue fan myself. I know several of the guys in here are. Do you have a particular favorite barbecue joint that you ever went to? Uh, no, I get to ask that all the time, and I, and I don't. I, what I enjoy is just trying it um, and, and having the experience of being able to play in Texas um, Kansas City, being able to play in the Carolinas, um, you know, seeing, being able to play in Tennessee, like seeing everyone's different variations with uh, barbecue and how they're all different, um, you know, it, it's been really a neat experience, you know, having that travel without really having to travel, um, you know, because it was work. Um, and, and people also ask you, like, all right, what, what's your sauce? Um, you know, is it more of a Texas? Is it more of Carolina? Like, what, what, what kind of sauce is it? And I'm like, actually, it's kind of a blend of everything. Um, it's what I like. And so I joke that it's a New Jersey-style um, barbecue sauce. <laughs> not really like anything else. Right, right. What kind of grill do you have? <laughs> so I use uh, I have both a Weber and a Big Green Egg. Oh, you do the, you do the Green Egg. Those green Egg are- yeah, that's on my uh, that's on my list. Next, hopefully, future purchases. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Christmas is around the corner. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I don't know if my wife could spring for that one. Um, what's next for you? Any you got you got any future plans? Any dreams? Anything like that? Uh, no, just hopefully raising raising you know outstanding citizens. Um, <laughs> Making uh, my barbecue sauce, you know, number one barbecue sauce out there. Um, that's kind of taking all my time right now, and, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm, I'm definitely going to go grab some of that, too, yes, definitely. definitely. So, um, uh, personal question here. Um, I hear you're a Dave Matthews Band fan. Is that true? This is true. <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I play around town, around here in an acoustic group, and um, I was actually playing at Beef O'Brady's on the patio one night, and this blonde-haired girl came to me and was like, do you know any Dave Matthews? And I was like, I'm a huge Dave Matthews fan. And uh, I'm like, oh, you know, what, what do you want, Crash, or what do you want, Ants Marching, like this and that, and she threw out some deep song. And I'm like, holy shit, she actually is a fan. And I was talking to her afterwards, and it turns out it was your oldest sister. And uh, she she had told me that uh, that oh yeah, my my brother's a huge Dave Matthews fan. Dave Matthews is a huge fan of my brother too. And I was like, who's your brother? She's like Nick Mangold. I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, I'll have to ask him about that if I ever see him anytime. But uh, <laughs> you still go out to shows pretty regularly. She said that you went a lot. Yeah, as much as I can. Um, you know, it, it's funny. It's just crazy how you know the connections that you go through. Um, you know, uh, my buddy that I played with at Ohio State, he ended up um, 
meeting Gage head of security, um, who come to find out is a Long Island guy um, and a Jets fan. So then uh, we got connected and then found out that uh, Rashawn Ross uh, is a fan. Um, and so I would get to um, – I'd get to go, you know, I'd be backstage uh, and, you know, it was a pretty cool experience um, to see the band from that angle um, and then be able to get to meet Dave. And I think it was just, um, I think it was me just going so much uh, that he finally figured out. And, and um, so the fact that uh, when I see him, he said, hey, Nick, and so I remembered my name, I figured, I was like, that's pretty cool. That's one of those things like, that's a neat, um, neat feather in the cap of, of all this ridiculous stuff that goes has gone on in my life. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm jealous now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our topic today on the uh, on the show is top five Ohio State Buckeyes of all time. We're a top five theme. Uh, any favorites of yours? Who's your favorite Buckeye of all time? Uh, AJ Hawk. AJ Hawk. Uh, I got I got to put him in there. Archie. Yep. Orlando Pace, um, Andy Casmoyer, um, and Eddie George. I'm sure those guys are going to be making the list. Absolutely. I don't even, I don't even think we have to make yeah, a list anymore. <laughs> yeah, those are all the best ones. Appreciate it. Well, hey, Nick, thanks for sitting down with us. Uh, we really appreciate you. Uh, we know you're a busy guy. We appreciate you taking out the time out of your day to talk with us. Um, if you don't mind hanging on the phone, I'd want to get some info from you so I can send you some swag if you don't mind. Um, uh, sure. All right. Um, appreciate you. Guys, pick up your 74 barbecue sauce, 74 spelled out, 74barbecue.com. Nick Mangold, everybody. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Nick. That was fucking fantastic. He's awesome. We had a, uh, we had a, we just had a potential Hall of Famer on our, uh, on our podcast. What do you think about that, Brandon? It's pretty damn cool. <laughs> J-Dub smitten, smiling. Yeah, I want to try that barbecue sauce. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Go down to Dorothy Lane Market, yeah. get a bottle. Pick you up some. 74 barbecue sauce, like we said before, S-E-V-E-N-T-Y-F-O-U-R-B-B-Q.com. Or if you're in the Dayton region, Dorothy Lane Markets are stocking them now. Go grab some. Two flavors. Two more on the way. Should be good. <laughs> all right, he threw some. Uh, he threw some nominees out there for our top five Buckeyes of all Pretty time, and uh, I, it, 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 there's several of them are probably going to end up in our top five. Yeah. He's a, he's a smart fella, mm-hmm. smart fella. But uh, it's time to go ahead and start. We're going to do that. Our top five list. We're each going to do two nominees for time's sake. Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll throw in an honorable mention there at the end if we have enough time. Yes. But we'll see. I know they're really excited about this one. Mm-hmm. I would say normally to my left. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mark the cop who is not here, which is probably good for everyone else because he doesn't know shit about football. <laughs> he, we're convinced that he called in sick just so that he didn't have to do this one. He's not sick at all. He probably put that, he put that thermometer. He even sent us a picture of a thermometer. That said, the, that said the temperature on it. I'm convinced he put it in like a fucking warm glass oh, of water. Yeah. He or did something. the old light bulb you do <laughs> yeah. when you're trying to get yeah. out of school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rubbing his forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel good. <laughs> Mom, I, I don't want to go to school today. Now, are your, Jada, uh, speaking of kids in school, are your kids ones that try to get out of school or do they like going to it? 
They like going, but I mean, there's mornings where they don't want to go. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, they're just kind of whining and crying. And <laughs> Daddy is trying to sleep. <laughs> Leave me alone. You're going to school. <laughs> no, dude, I fucking hated school. I had to do it all the time. I mean, all the time. Every, all the time I tried to get out of it. Really? I hated You're it so fake? much. You're I hated a faker? it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I very rarely ever get sick, right. even to this day. But it's like, unless I've been drinking too much. And um, yeah, it just doesn't, uh, it, it never worked. My parents were, get up, you're going to school. Ah! What about you? Were you a school guy? Yeah. You liked it? Yeah. I say I liked it, but I went. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I did too. <laughs> well, to play sports, I had to go. Yeah. I had to yeah. physically be there. Well, you were a big, what, soccer and uh, hockey, hockey guy? Soccer and hockey guy? Oh, yeah. What about you, Kyle? I, I enjoyed school. It wasn't. Much the school work, but just being yeah. there with every all your friends and stuff. See, I've, I've noticed that too more with with kids now. Like my nephews, they're all like, "Oh, like they're excited to go to school." When yeah. kids don't want to go to school, it's like if a fucking pandemic happened when I was in junior high school yeah, and I got God. to be off for that fucking oh, that long, awesome. it would have been the shit, man. I, I love oh, it. I, yeah, I'm same, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah people were all like, "Oh, all these poor kids." It's like fuck those kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking kid. I would have loved for it to be in like the mid twenties of your life to have it be single and just be like, Yep, going out tonight. Yeah, well, yeah, but or getting hammered bar, tonight. I got nothing to do. Yeah. yeah. And it's like uh they were t- I I've heard somebody talking about that on a uh, on I don't know if it was a podcast or an interview that I heard talking about how like some of the, the most hard hit people are like the single people because they can't go out and mm-hmm. can you imagine being a player and not being able to go pick yeah. up chicks? So they got Snapchat, yeah, and know. Well, yeah. Instagram Tinder, stories, and yeah, whatever. All that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Craigslist. No. <laughs> no, um, I lost my train of thought when I was talking about that. Craigslist took it away from everything. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll talk about that later. All right. Going to my left and across the table, Beer League Kyle, oh, what is your I'm first nominee? Oh, you're first. Week. Four. Best Ohio State Buckeye of all time. We're going to go with Aaron James Hawk. Aaron James Hawk. Yes. Ah, already kissing Nick Mangold's ass right now. Right. Roommates. The first roommates. Mm -hmm. Best friend, A.J. Hawk, also a Centerville, Dayton, Ohio product. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did he leave after his – did he play all four years? He played all four years at OSU. And he went what? Overall. Fifth? In the draft in the NFL draft? Yes. Uh, fifth yeah, the fifth overall. Fifth the overall yeah. in the two thousand six NFL draft yep. to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Remember that video that or that commercial that he shot? I heard rumors. I'd love to have him on the show and be able to talk to him about it and ask him if it was true. The um there was a I believe I don't know if it was Under Armour, if it was Nike or Reebok or whatever. There was a there was a video of him, it was pre draft where he was Running across the field, pulling like this weighted sled, and um, and it was like a front shot of him as like you know the camera was careening backwards as he was running towards right, the camera, right. and they were saying that they had to like shoot it like thirty times because they couldn't get the camera rolling fast enough backwards, and they were like putting more weight on the fucking sled so that he couldn't run as oh, fast, and he was just blowing this fucking shit out of the water. <laughs> yeah, he started as a true freshman, didn't he? No. No, he did not. The freshman year was the year they won it all. Yeah, in two thousand two. Yeah, he was not the starter. I mean, he played, but he was not the starter. Okay, but I mean, it was it was pretty apparent that quickly. Yeah, he that was he was be. going to be a fucking stud. Yeah. 
I remember it's that. Just at Ohio State, there's linebackers <laughs> in front of you. You know, you got to earn your. Who else was on that? Pull up that that 2002 2002 team. Yeah, the 2002 Ohio State team. Okay. I think th- if you go down, if you sift down in yeah. um, right there. Yeah, if you click on the O two, you had. Uh, yeah, who'd you have on those? Who who were the who was the linebacking core with them? C Grant. C Grant. Uh, okay. <laughs> Matt Wilhelm. He was yeah. in the middle. Oh yeah, Matt Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Yeah, I forgot about good. Wilhelm. He was good. Yeah, and I forget the other outside guy. That secondary was crazy too. Dustin Fox. Dustin Fox. Yeah. Mike Dahl. Donnie yeah. Nicky. Was he on? Yeah. Or yeah, sorry, Donnie Donnie Nicky was on it. Yeah, that was a uh, that was dude. He was fucking awesome. I mean, speed, everything. I mean, oh, he was great. And yeah, later on, not the national championship year, but later on, that linebacking core was great. Carpenter and Schlegel and him, all yeah. three of them got drafted high. Bobby Carpenter. Carpenter got drafted in the twenties, I think, by the Cowboys. Yeah, he was a first and round pick. Schlegel, I think, was a little later on by the Jets. Yep, the yeah. second or third round, but he didn't. Uh, Bobby Carpenter didn't last very long with he Dallas. Got, he, he got hurt. Well, then he went to. I know they traded him to Detroit because I liked him when he was a lion. When he was with the Lions, yeah, it was that same. He was there the year that uh, that Calvin Johnson. You remember that bullshit where Des Bryant said Calvin Johnson was like the third best wide receiver on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, well, and then they played the next week, and Calvin had like three touchdowns <laughs> and fucking was all over the place. They won. They came back from like a twenty-four nothing deficit, but Bobby Carpenter had a pick six in that game. And uh, yeah, and he kind of had it. He had a hard on for him too because I think he had a bad experience in Dallas, and then ended up in Detroit. And he had a he had a good couple of seasons with us. I don't know what he ended up doing, but but yeah, I was not happy when AJ Hawk was drafted by the Packers. But, oh yeah, but yeah, imagine. no, he was. Uh, what was he? Number forty seven. Yep, number forty seven. What was his What was his physical stats? What was he? He was. Uh, let's go. He was a. Um, I mean, he was. I know he was like lightning fast. And pretty super strong, but he was he that big? He's about six one, six one two forty. You're on it, Jada. I mean, you, you're you're a fucking it. Buckeye historian here. <laughs> I was talking shit to Kyle earlier. I'm like, <laughs> he's talking about, oh, you know, I'll talk a lot more of this episode. We were talking about how we weren't gonna, we were gonna need more filler because Mark the cop wasn't gonna be here blabbering dick and fart jokes because <laughs> he's sick. And I was talking to Kyle. He's, oh, you know, I'll talk a lot more because I, you know, I I know a lot about the Buckeyes. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, you, I called him out on it and. I threw he threw out some question. I answered it wrong. Like when, I knew what the answer was right after I said it was wrong, but then he knew all this other he, shit. He I'm thought, like, well, he thought the uh, holy Buckeye pass was against Penn State. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> well, it is, he goes, he goes, oh, who, who, who's the who's the who was the pass against? I said Penn State. And he goes, nope. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, it was Purdue. Like it was that. He quick. did. He did know the. Same yeah, one. it wasn't. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what year was that? That was the year they won it. Yeah, yeah. two thousand two. I mean, that was two thousand and two. Renzel on it was a fourth and one. Fourth and one. Fourth, fourth and, and two. two. Yeah, yeah. And it was what? What like a fifty some yard? Oh yeah, it was about midfield to Jenkins. Yep, that was awesome. Yeah, and, uh, it was Britt Musburger on the call. Remember him yeah. doing the Buckeye games? That was good stuff back in the day. Yeah, Musburger. Dan Oster said that Britt Musburger is the most pear shaped person he'd ever seen in his life. <laughs> He said he saw him in person yeah, I in Mizzou. You told me that me, I was like, everyone really? was just like, "What?" He goes, "I swear to God, I saw him in person. It was unbelievable." Hmm. He said it was more shocking than Jamarcus Russell's combine when all the guys <laughs> were poking him with a stick. And go- <laughs> oh, Why is he so fat? <laughs> you know the uh, the Raiders sent a playbook to Jamarcus Russell like half blank, like past a certain page to see if he would read it all, and then. He like came into practice the next day, and they asked him if he read it all, and he said like, "Oh yeah, that play on whatever page it was was great." 
but it was blank, and they were like, yeah, half of that playbook was blank, so you're uh, full of shit. But did he did he have a notoriously low uh, Wonderlick? Oh, yeah, it was bad. Let's see what it was. Wasn't his and, his yeah. and, uh, his and Vince Young's were really low, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, I think he had a low one, too. Like eleven? Yeah, I was. I don't even know how they how they do that. I don't even know what the rating system is. But um, there it is. Wonder. Well, it was down there. It is Wonderlick test. Wonderlick test score of twenty four. What is the what is the pot? Like I don't even know how they. Let's see what Tom Brady's was. Tom Brady's was thirty three. Thirty three. Is it like the fucking ACT or something? It's something it's, like that. I don't even. It's know like a series of questions that you a, get. A maximum of fifty. Okay. The average score of an NFL player is twenty one. So Jamarcus, yeah, twenty four is not bad. But for do do all the players take it? I think they all do now. I think it used to be just the quarterbacks. Just the quarterback or think, the skills guys. I think all of them do now. Huh? What was Peyton what? Manning? Yeah, pull up Peyton um, Manning's. We're trying to get it. We're trying to get a grasp here. You guys want to see Cam Newton? No, let's see the what the worst one. Worst was. Wonder League score ever. Morris four. Claiborne with a four. Morris Claiborne with a four. And former Michigan great Mario Manning. Frank Gore six. only had a six. Well, well, that just goes to show you don't need shit. Frank Gore is he's actually, still playing. Well, yeah, he's, he's still, still playing, playing, and he actually does have a mental issue. Well, does he really? Yes, I didn't know that. Yes, he does. Huh? I'd like to take one of those just to see what is twenty-seven a good Wonder League score? I don't know. Is a good score? Plus is good, a good score. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad. What was pull up Vince Young's real quick? Let's see Vince Young. <laughs> this is what the whole episode is going to be. Screw just the Buckeyes. Everybody's Wonder Let's just look at score. everyone's Wonder League. I want everyone's Wonder League score that is nominated too. By the way, if they all took it, well, I'm sure it didn't exist back when some of those guys that we're going to be talking about. Vince Young Wonder six. Oof. Oh wow, that may have been who you were thinking of. That's who I, I know. I know he had a bad one. Yeah. Who? See what Pat Mahomes got twenty four. That's not bad. Man, yeah. same as same as Jamarcus Russell. A little different career. Yeah, he had a he had a little less spare tire around the midsection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and probably a little bit better team than he ended up on. Bree got a twenty eight. Does uh does does AJ Hawks? What is AJ Hawks? Wonder look oh, up there. Look that up. Does it that is it actually if he even took it? Yeah, I, don't I don't know if the linebacker would have taken it back then. I don't know enough about it. I don't think it's on here. Yeah. No, either. 27. 27. 27. Ah, smart guy. See? Yeah. It's yeah. that Centerville education right That's there. That's right. Paying That's right. So, elk, great. So he did all four years, won the national title one year. Yep. Freshman yep. year. What, yep. is, Freshman uh, what year. was his? Pull up his, uh, pull up his, his college awards. Uh, I know he was a two-time unanimous All-American. Yeah. Which is pretty big. <clears throat> yeah. A.J. Hawk awards. <clears throat> he won the Lombardi. Lombardi. Pull up his Wikipedia. There we go. Now go down to, it should be right in his college career on the right side there. Big Ten defensive player. Lombardi Award. BCS National Champion, two-time unanimous All-American Lombardi Award, which is the best defensive tackle and linebacker combo, right? Yep. Or is it just defensive player? It's lineman, linebacker. Lineman, linebacker. Okay. Go back Remind to the. Me, what's the linebacker award? It is the um, Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. Buckus. Yeah, he got screwed out of that. How? Yeah, who the hell won it over Paul Pozlusny yeah. from Penn State. Penn State guy. <laughs> he was pretty f- good though. <laughs> what he do in the NFL? He wasn't. Nothing. <laughs> ah, he actually wasn't bad. I think was it the Bills drafted. I yeah. so, I believe. Jack Lambert Trophy, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, two thousand and five, ran the board. What's the Jack Lambert Trophy? My dad I mean, went to high school with Jack Lambert. Did he really? Nice. Yeah. 
touchdown of the club. Oh, no, that's a Columbus thing. A Columbus thing. Yeah, hey, we'll take it. Columbus is a big yeah. town. Oh yeah. Total tackles nine hundred forty-seven. Twenty sacks. That's in the uh, nine nine picks. Oh, that's in the NFL. Nine yeah. picks in the NFL. Enrolled in Ohio State. Oh, that's right. He was tre- under. Tre- was it Trestle's first year? No. no. Second. 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 Okay. One two thousand two. Oh, Ohio. Or, sorry, BCS national championship. Four year Buckeye career. Played in fifty one games. Starting thirty eight of them. Yeah, he was a badass. No, yeah. He closed on the fucking ball like you'd never. I mean, just and he had. And that, there's, there's another person that we're, I'm going to compare him to. That's uh, one of the nominees that's coming up. Yep. That uh, it was. There's just some about the guys you can tell the difference in their vision, in how how well they see what's happening. And he was fucking immaculate at that. Just, like uh, just being a football player, right? Just knowing that right. Stuff. He had an instinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fun to watch. I liked him a lot. Oh, I actually looked this up. Did you guys know why he growed out? He grew out his hair. I do not know that. Hair. Him and Nick Mangold, both really, and Carpenter and Schlegel all did it because of one man. I used to remember this, Hulk but Hogan? I can't. It was not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> it was another American hero, Pat Tillman. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Shit. I wish you'd have said something before the fucking interview, dickhead. You had to save that little Easter egg until after. Well, I just found it out about 10 minutes yeah. ago. So. <laughs> I was Googling on my phone during yeah. the interview, yeah. trying to figure out. I, I was thinking about asking him why he grew his hair out. <laughs> and I was Damn, looking that would have been, been a great question. That would have been a great fucking question. Damn. Yeah. My bad. We're, our right. goal is to get Nick in here in the studio. We'll see if we can make that happen. I don't know. We're going to we get Nick and AJ both. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? Like, Mark gets sick again. I know. We just, or we I mean, just tell him. We've got Marion's. Yeah, we got oh, Marion's. Yeah, we got Marion's. 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 We got, we got yes. 24 fucking goddamn Bill's Donuts in here. Yes, just <laughs> oh, dude, they'd be here. By so much barbecue. You though. think so? I wonder if they came in here. There's only one way to find it. I don't know if I'd be able to talk if they were both in the studio in here. I'd be so smitten. Uh, Jada would just remember when you were with the Buckeyes. <laughs> that, that, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> 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 I used to watch you on Saturdays. You were on the TV. Yeah, it was fantastic. All right. AJ Hawk, good pick, is on the list. Brandon, your first nominee. Orlando Pace. Orlando, Orlando Pace. Pace. Stole my pick, you motherfucker. What? Just a monster of a human being. Pancake. Have you ever seen? I'm, I'm sure you've seen this. That video. I believe. I believe they were playing rice. Is 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 where this uh, is where this shot comes from. Yeah, where, are you going? where he is. Not only was he fucking gigantic and he was strong, he was fast as fucking shit. And like there was a video of him. He breaks off on a run, and it's a long ass run. I'm trying to remember. It, w- it would have been who? Would it, I think it was the year they won the Rose Bowl in uh, ninety. What was it ninety seven? Against Arizona State. Ninety five season into ninety six. Ninety six New Year's Jack Day. Plummer, the yeah. Six Plummer. seven three twenty five. Six seven three twenty. That is a gigantic <laughs> man. It's getting it done. Yeah, and uh, and they were playing. Go to his. The season, I know they they beat Rice like seventy two to six or something. It was the first game of the year. Check out his college stats. I think it would have been nineteen ninety six uh, or ninety five. Uh, I don't remember if he was a senior then. I'd have to look at the stats of it, but he was definitely known as one of the best ever. He's forty five now. Wow. He seems like it should be older than that, but he was like twenty when we when we were watching him before he went to the That's NFL. True. Um. I'm trying to think. Look at uh, 
Yeah. He was fourth in the fucking Heisman voting. Yeah. He was an offensive tackle. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that conversation when they were talking about it. You know, it was like, holy shit. Like, what do we got? Danny Whirlpool won it. Oh, okay. That's the voting. Yeah. It's not showing his. It doesn't have any game logs. If you pull up the uh, pull up the, the 1995, yeah, I will. 1995 Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, well, anyways, they beat the shit out of Rice, but there's a video off of that one where he breaks off and it's a long run. I'm not sure who they're running. Who was the was Eddie George the running back in 1995? Yeah, it was George. Yeah, Eddie George, I believe, broke a run, or it might have been like a, a flat pass or something where where they were taken off. And um, it wasn't 95 against Rice. Okay, maybe it was. Maybe it was the year. When did he get drafted? Yeah, ninety four. He was there. Like, it is seventy. To it was seven. the. It was the year. Yeah, it was seventy to 70 seven. To seven. <laughs> okay, and they won the next one like seventy two to yeah seventy two yeah. to nothing and against Pitt. Pitt. It was like the most they'd ever done. Um, which Notre Dame? That was the. That was the year we were just wrong on our years. Yep, they went to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, year. it was the Rose Bowl year ninety seven. Okay, but he um. He, I don't know. It was a long play from scrimmage, and he's running downfield as fast as the fucking running back. And he laid out about six guys while he's running down. It was like he was just like picking on them, like it was fucking hilarious. He was fun to watch, man. He ended up having a what a fourth in the Heisman voting. No doubt, he had to have been voted like the best. What what will pull up his yeah, his Wikipedia? Two time Lombardi. Is Lombardi defensive? I think it can be both. The Outland is. Offensive line, I think it won the Outland. Okay, yeah, Outland lineman of the year, two-time Lombardi Award Heisman winner, Trophy finalist as a offensive okay. lineman is impressive. Two-time off, two-time Big Ten offensive lineman of the year, two-time Lombardi Award winner, two-time unanimous All-American, Big Ten freshman of the year. Yeah, he was fucking. I mean, and to go on, I mean, you could make the argument that he was the best college offensive lineman ever. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I mean, and he Gener- generational talent. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, once in a once in a generation. He's who in the else, Hall of Fame. Who else could you put on that? Who else could you put on that potential list? Best college offensive lineman. Yeah, that that time. sticks out like that. That went. That what about Jada? This is this is yeah. your area, ain't it? Yeah. I mean, no, I John, I, Jonathan Ogden like was a guy. Yeah, he was. Who, who, who? Yeah, could be on that list. But I think he played UCLA. Wasn't how. <sighs> Maybe I'm just I'm remembering this not as well. Wasn't Andre Smith really highly touted in college? Yes. And then he ended up being a disappointment in the NFL at Alabama, right? Yes, it was awful. Yeah, but he was. uh, Didn't he have a bad combine and shit? Like he did really well when he played at Alabama, and he was really highly regarded. And um, which he may have even won. He may have even won some of those awards. Um, Best, yeah. Well, I mean, here we go. Walker Little in recent. How is that? He's not even that's on that. That's 2019. Oh, that's 2019. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, we don't have to worry about that. But, uh, but yeah, no, he was, I mean, just, he was brutal, too. He played mean, too. Like, that's what, that's which I've heard he was, like, an unbelievably nice guy. Yeah. Those guys that turn it on like that. I love dudes like that of all time. There we go. Who Who else would be in that conversation? At every position. This is at every position. You know, okay, yeah, get to, Oh, is it just one, one? Is it the one guy for every position? Well, they did like a. It was with the 150th college football season yeah. the other year, and they just did a all time team. So we'll see who's on there. 
Wow, Sebastian Janikowski, He's the kicker. <laughs> Hell nice. yeah, God, he, he was. was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. Did he? He, he was, was a awesome. first round draft pick, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. the Raiders traded he, up to get him. Yeah, yeah, he they had him. <laughs> and forever. everyone was like, "Oh, you're trading up to get a kicker," and he was in the league for a long time. Years, yeah. Grant Wistrom, defensive end. Who we got here? Let's get there. Hugh Green. We're sifting down through the list right yeah. now, trying to figure this Dick out. Butt gets of course, linebacker. Of course, Mr. Illinois. Yeah. Mike Singletary. Wow. He was a badass Baylor. in the NFL, too. God, he's he's one of the best linebackers guy. ever, period. NFL, too. I wrote a paper on him in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. You did what now? So I wrote a paper on Mike Singletary oh, when did I was you? in high school. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Dion, Dion the Dion. cornerback position. What was the myth with his 40? That it was like... 4.0 yeah. or something. Charles Woodson. Oh, was, yeah, that's he definitely. Great. He won Ronnie the Heisman, Lott. didn't he? Yeah, Woodson did. Ronnie Lott's the best safety ever. I agree. Eric Berry. Nice. Yeah. Cancer survivor. He's too, still man. in the league, right? Orlando Pace. Orlando Pace. On the list. There Good he pick, is. Brandon. They have him at tackle? Yep. What do they got? What do they got for guard? Ogden, Ogden okay, too. that's another Luka. one of the conversations. Boy, those are some good-looking uniforms. <laughs> I know UCLA. <laughs> they got some great ones. Mm-hmm. Jim Parker, Jim another Parker, Buckeye, another Buckeye of the guard. He's a guard. Mm, may or may not make this list. Uh, John, <laughs> John Hanna. Hanna. he looks yeah. like a fucking. I was going to say him. He played a long time in uh, for the Patriots. Really? Okay, long time ago. Who's at center? Who's at center? Dave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, look at those the center award. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we should have known that. I still think Nick Mangold should have been on that list. Agreed. <laughs> Ozzie Newsome at time. No, yeah, but I mean, but that that was, to me, when Orlando Pace was playing, that was probably the, the most I was into Ohio State football at the time. Like, you know, in my life where it was like it was every fucking game and it was, you know, everything yeah. that you had to, it weighed so much on it. But I mean, Those yeah. were some fun years there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like I was saying earlier, John Cooper. Could recruit. He could recruit. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were sarcastically saying that back in the. No, no, did, no. Did, well, I mean, he, by the time by the time he left, though, he was pretty fucking hated, wasn't he? Could be well, Michigan. He couldn't be Michigan. Yeah, he couldn't. couldn't be Michigan, and yeah. just the bowl games. I remember them going to the Outback Bowl against yeah. South Carolina. Twice. Ryan Brewer, Troy, Ohio, represent. <laughs> couldn't win. Yeah, couldn't win a bowl game. I mean, that's yeah, why I, mean, I said he was a great couple, recruiter, but, but when it got. Well, he won the he won the Rose Bowl that year, right? That won was the him, Rose right? Bowl. You know, didn't he? Uh, didn't he win an Outback? Won the Holiday Bowl in 1993. But he didn't win a national championship. Right, well, yeah, but that was. I mean, when was before they won it in O two? In O two, when was the last time Ohio State won the national championship? Seventy. Yeah, seventy. I think they were voted. Well, I mean, they all voted back then. But I think 1968 was like the really. I think the real national championship that they were the best team in college football. Okay. Well, I mean, how, in that, didn't they all before they before they had the the actual game? Didn't they just didn't the writers have to vote them in? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So nothing was different before that, yeah. was it? So I mean, seventy, seventy before, and sixty eight. They seventy, sixty eight, sixty one, fifty seven, fifty four, forty two. Yeah. So thirty two years in between. O two and twenty fourteen. Have they only? They've only won it. Twice in the 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they came close keep, a couple of times. Going, keep coming close. Yeah, mm, yeah. they run into Clemson. Yeah, well, we'll all be over soon. What do you like the most about Orlando Pace? Just the way he plays. Just, just the way he plays. Mean motherfucker. Just. Mean, <laughs> ferocious. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna he had a really round head too. I remember that too. In his ears, he had really mm-hmm. big ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just a gigantic. Human yeah. Thing. 
But for being such a large fella, not a bad looking guy. No. Yeah. I'm sure he did kind of well a little with bit the of baby face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. Baby face. Yeah. No, I, I like, you know, he, he uh, was known for the pancake box. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. that came real big. I remember having a pancake t shirt. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> bought that when, when it was popular. Like Mr. Pancake. Yeah. Some. Terry T's triple T's pancake. Hey yeah. Janice. Hey hey Janice. Yeah. Now um he went to school. I remember my sister went to Ohio State for one year. That I believe it was the national title, not national title, the Rose Bowl year. Okay. Might have been the year before. But um she worked at Wendy's down there and the bottom of Sodom and Gomorrah. The oh. what are what are the towers called? I forget. They call them they call them, Moral. They call them Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. <laughs> Because apparently a lot of impressive stuff. But my sister actually lived in the horseshoe. Yeah. Back in the back in the day before they renovated it, they used to have dorms in the horseshoe, and she yeah. was you had to be in some certain program to do that. Okay. But she was in there, and she worked at the Wendy's at the bottom of Sodom and Gomorrah, and said Orlando Pace would come in there and just lay waste to that place. Oh, I, bet <laughs> I bet that dude could eat. Oh yeah. Huh. Bring me all the bacon and eggs. Yeah. yeah. NFL Hall of Famer, correct? Yep. yep. What year? What year did you have? Uh, Mike would have been on it already. He would have never left the Wikipedia page. Yeah, just, <laughs> probably just recent. 2016. Okay. When did he retire? Probably yeah, he was with the probably Rams. First ballot, so because <clears throat> he got he got drafted by the Rams, correct? Yeah. Rams. Was he with them for? He was with them for the majority of his career, right? I think the whole the whole time. Whole yeah, time? Had, had a great NFL career. Won a Super Bowl. Yeah. How many years? I think he played with somebody else at the end. The Bears. Oh, the, the Bears. Bears. Yeah, the that's Bears. right. That's right. 1997. Yeah, that's, I mean, 13, 14 long years. year for a tackle. Yeah. yeah. It's a long time, especially for a 6'7", 325 guy. Mm-hmm. 45. Did he play? Did he leave as a senior or as, after his junior year? Senior. Senior? Senior. Yeah. He did all the way through it. Huh. Not a yeah. whole lot of people left early back then. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it's, that's all changing now. I wonder who the first one, who's the first major one we can remember leaving Ohio State early? Because Eddie, well, we'll get to them. We won't go there. We'll get to them because we got nominees to do. All right, Orlando Pace is on the list. Good pick. Excellent pick. Mr. Wallace, what is your first pick? Uh, my first pick is the two-time Heisman Trophy winner. Oh. The Mr. Man, Archie Griffin. The man notes simply as Archie. <clears throat> yes. The only one. The only one. Yeah, I mean, I think when you talk about high State football, I think he's like the first guy that everyone – thinks about you know Um, number 45 number 45 and i think because he won the two heismans but um just a great ambassador for the university still part of the 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 school and the program you know has filled in a couple different roles over the years is he still a uh, owner of the team no no Uh, yeah archie so at one point was uh, a part owner for the baseball team that i work for Back uh, in the day, back in the day, but uh, yeah, when the ownership changed around 2014, 2015, you know, he didn't uh, um, retain his ownership status. So, yep, I uh, I can remember when I was 16 years old working in the parking lot in the back of the stadium, and it was before people. I mean, they were you know how everything was thrown together in that first year, yeah. and um. We literally just had like a name. We didn't have like names or passes or anything to park in that lot. And I can remember I worked that lot, letting people in. And this guy pulls up, 
And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the owners. I, I'm trying to park out here. And I'm like, oh, oh really? Well, he's like, Archie Griffin. And I'm like, you're Archie Griffin? <laughs> and I remember being like blown away by that. And he comes walking back. And I, the first thing I was, sh- I was sh- struck by was how short he was. He's yeah, fucking tiny. <laughs> He's like Brandon size. Yeah. Like and um he uh he came walking by and I'm like, and I and I remember saying I was like sixteen. I'm like, I figured you'd be bigger than you were. And he said he said, Yeah, that's what they all said when he walked by. <laughs> but uh yeah, he was uh, he's a real nice guy. I remember him being he he spoke at a couple of those the the preseason Our luncheons, luncheons and, that yeah. we had there. I remember him talking about what was that story that he would tell when he was with the Bengals, somebody Somebody said he, he. The thing about him, what, what was even funnier about Archie, is like he's kind of nerdy, which is what's like hilarious about it. Like the jokes he tells, that they're very safe jokes and stuff like that. You know that he would tell it at things like that. But somebody said something about how he was going to tear his head off and eat it when he was uh, like across from it. it was when he was with the Bengals because yeah. he only played a couple years with the Bengals, right? Right. And uh, somebody on the on one of the defense when they were playing said, "I'm going to I'll tear your head off and eat it." He goes, "Yeah, you'll have more braids in your stomach than in your head." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's two. a pretty good comeback. Oh, yeah, Somebody's yeah. saying I'm going to use yeah. it. <laughs> so, so you're also saying that parking lot experience was a lot better than the time you met Stone Cold in the parking lot at the Nutter Center. Yes, yes, yeah. it was. It was. And I just gave him directions and he yelled at me. Yeah, you've got some amazing parking lot stories. Oh, dude, I really do. <laughs> you know, if Mark were here, he'd be like, "Yeah, he does." <laughs> <laughs> To put, we need to just put his laugh track in. It, yeah, feel, it feels weird without just a, a steady stream of laughter in my left ear. Yeah, something's wrong. It's it's like it's like we're doing something wrong. Mm. Like I feel like I don't feel like we're at a funeral or something. It's like should we be laughing right now? It is weird to see that seat pretty empty. Yeah, I know. I know. He's not standing up talking about his hemorrhoids hurting and holding holding yeah. his holding his fucking hernia talking about above. his hernia surgery. Yeah, this this last episode that we recorded last week, he was laughing and he was like holding his hurt. He had hernia surgery. Yeah, he said it hurt when. It yeah, it hurt when he laughed. <laughs> like he's like wincing while he's laughing. I'm like yeah, you probably should. He's like maybe I shouldn't have done this this time. But <laughs> now seventy two to seventy five. Correct. Yep, he was there yep. all four years. Started as a true freshman. Yep. Now wasn't there some controversy over his second Heisman? And I, I, somebody else that we felt, or I, somebody I know felt, may have had better stats. I will say I don't know how he won it there in '75. He had four touchdowns. Yeah, well, this was the '70s. Come it's on, very true. But, but yeah, yeah, like, I don't remember the stories I mean, on that. Look at, but, uh, but look, okay, the, the guy you're talking about. I, I think Tony Dorsett. Yeah, he he, how did he? How did he finish fourth in that voting? If he had, he had 13 touchdowns, what do you have? 1,957 yards, so 500 yards, roughly. Well, he had 1,686. Oh, Rick, sorry. 19, Ricky Bell okay, had Ricky 1957. Bell had 1,957. Okay. Sounds like Ricky Bell should have a little bit to say. Yeah, well. I know. I wonder if that, I mean, what do they, they just shit on him because it was Pitt that Tony Dorsett played for? Because that was back, you know, yeah. I mean, this, this the voting's pretty much the same as it is nowadays, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're a lifetime voter. It's like the Supreme right. Court, it's like Hall of Fame. And then they, so then they, they clearly take strength of schedule and all kinds of shit like that into it. Was I mean, was Pitt just like one of those teams that he was kind of a flash in the pan for that I mean, they, they were, weren't? They were independent, so I mean, their schedule, yeah, the, the academies and everything in it, yeah. And that was when the Big Ten was like superior. Right, yeah. right. In the, in the college football We're talking about it still is now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's interesting about his touchdowns. Only four. Now, I think if you looked up the fullback probably that year, Pete Johnson, 
You know, I, I'm I'm willing to bet like a lot of the goal line situations they ran a lot of fullback. Okay. So I think if you looked at Pete Johnson, Let's see who scored like, the I'd, touchdown. I'd be interested to see who had Pete the touchdowns. Johnson, the 26 touchdowns. Jeez. There you go. <laughs> you called that, J Dub. There's your a answer. A lot of goal line formation. <laughs> Look at that, J Dub out of left field with yeah. the knowledge. 26 touchdowns. Holy shit. So yeah. So they maybe they'd Pete Johnson like, has some. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he in the voting? What, exactly. what was he? he had a thousand yards too. Jeez. Pete Johnson did. He was nowhere in the voting. No shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he um. Well, yeah, Archie clearly was the the Federal oh, yeah. Express until they got down to the goal line. <laughs> what I thought was cool though was looking it up. He obviously won two of them, but I think he was fifth or sixth in seventy three. Fifth, yeah. 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 so he finished in the top five three out of his four years in college. That's fucking insane. And that's pretty good career. Yeah. So then he uh, he gets drafted. When did he pull pull up his Wikipedia? When did he get drafted? It what was round? Twenties, I think, of the first round. Okay, so he was the first round of the Bengals. I know the Bengals took him. Yeah. And um, let's see. Yep. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Seventy six. How many years did he make? Did he just make it two years in the NFL? Two or three. A little bit longer than that. He was he was actually on that. Uh, Super Bowl team, the the Bengals' first Super Bowl team, like 1980, 80, 80, 81, whatever. The one at the, the Pontiac Silvernome yeah. where they lost to the 49ers. Yeah, him, him and Joe Pete Montana Johnson. And the boys. <laughs> Good God, just look up his Wikipedia for Christ's sake. Oh um, <laughs> I just have to yell at the person behind the computer. Apparently. Yeah, I know. It's like maybe I should just take it over, no. have it in front of me and the board and everything. Yeah, uh, Wikipedia or NFL. There we go. Pro football reference. Oh, yeah, only three years. Good call, Joel. No shit. Yeah. He played how many? What, seven? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I thought he I thought he only played a couple of years. That's still a pretty respectable NFL yeah, career, not too. Because people don't people talk about him like he was an NFL bust. Oh yeah. But when you went to Heisman's right, expectations right. are gonna be Right. What I mean, what was he averaging okay, six well, yeah, it got it it dwindled. That last year, thirty nine yards, wow. mm-hmm. but he was also fucking tiny too. Yeah, you get the yeah. four years the, of taking hits yeah. at Ohio State, yeah, yeah. Right. and then you play seven more years, yeah. right? And he wasn't, he wasn't, he. I mean, he was, he was, because again, this is before I was born. JW, it's probably even before you were born, wasn't it? When were you born? Seventy four. Okay, so right in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, so you don't even remember watching him, but like, no. he, from what I understand and what I heard, he was. Wasn't he kind of known as being a power runner, even though he was small? Mm-hmm. So it's he like, just yeah. didn't have that breakaway speed that right, you see some right. of the running backs. He was—he yeah. wasn't like—I mean, when you talk about somebody who's five foot nine, and you know, everyone wants to throw out Barry Sanders. Well, Barry was an evasive runner. Yeah, like he—he he didn't take animal. hits. Yeah, completely mm-hmm. different, different thing. I imagine when you're that small, but he seems like he's still in great shape today. How yeah. old is he now? 66. 66. I mean, you see some of those guys, they can barely oh, Jesus walk. Christ, yeah. I know. Like the it's... beating they took. I read some article. It was an NFL running back. Like, a game of an NFL running back is the equivalent of, like, four car crashes. I've heard that. Like, yeah. I don't know how the hell the, they quantify yeah, that. But I yeah, I don't either. But the wreckage and just the carnage that body takes is just... It's unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why and none of them... They don't even get paid. Yeah. <laughs> That's why none. That's of them, another debate for another day. That's why none of them play that long? You it's, look at like we mentioned earlier, Frank Gore still getting it done. Yeah, he yeah. was on that. Uh, was he on that Miami team? Yep, he, he was the was third it? string after McGahee and uh, yep. Walter Payton's kid. I think. Yeah, it was. Jared Payton. Jared yeah. Payton. That's right. Yep. So you think was... about that, and he's still in the NFL yeah. and still starting. Remember when yeah. McGahee blew freaking blew the oh leg out in that gosh. game? That's oh god, that was awful. One uh, good thing that came of the pandemic, ESPN replayed that. Oh yeah, game and I watched it. Oh, 
and I'd still turn my head when that. Is play that the one came. Nick was talking about watching? Yeah, on the interview. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He said it was the first time he watched it with a commentary on. Yep. yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was a. Oh man, that was a good game. That, that was injury, a great that game. Injury was gruesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, didn't he? Um, from what I understood, I think I remember a story that happened that he took. Because he was McGee, he was supposed to be a you know a, a high draft pick, mm-hmm. which yeah, I think he still ended up being one. I think the Bills drafted him yeah, still Bills. in the first round. Yeah, they took him. Did, it, did they take him to the Ravens? Bills. It was the Bills. Did he play for the Ravens at some point? He did play for the okay. Ravens. Okay, guy. Um, but he uh, he had a, he took an insurance policy out on his body before that game, before the bowl game, and it would have paid him like three million dollars. And he, uh, yeah, he said no, and then he had the surgery for it. And he still ended up having a really good career, too, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he Long career. What did he have? Um, he was drafted 23rd by the Bills. 23rd by the Bills. What, how long did he end up making it? That's yeah. A, yeah, he was there for a yeah, while. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh, that's almost, right, he played for the Browns for a little bit. Yeah, at almost the end, a 10-year career. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Yep, he was a solid. Did he have, was he ever a 1,000-yard rusher? Yep, a couple times it looks. A yeah. couple times, yep. Three or four times. Hell yeah. I mean, Bowl, it looks twice. Yep. So that's a pretty good career. Yeah, he had a good one, definitely. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Archie, I mean, how do you how do you have the conversation about yeah, it and not have it, the two-time yeah, fucking Heisman Trophy winner? With Archie Griffin. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Even if his second Heisman was a little... Yeah. <laughs> I think Pete Johnson's listening. We're about, right. I know. Pete Johnson, know. Pete Johnson just bust the door open right now. <laughs> yeah. Let me fucking tell you about that Archie Griffin. It's a bunch of shit. Can't yeah. find a goal line yeah. with a map. Who, who the hell do you think was running in front of him the whole goddamn time? Me! <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. My first nominee, we're going to go back to the defensive side of the ball, the first Butkus Award winner in the history of the Ohio State Buckeyes, also the first person to rock 45 since Archie Griffin, mm. my favorite Buckeye of all time, Mr. Andy Katzenmoyer. Yes, sir. Well, the Kettering, Cat- Ohio. Kettering. That's right. He was born yep. in Kettering. I found yep. that out the other day really? when I was doing a little research on yep. him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I moved to Westerville when he was, what, five? Yeah, five. A lot of home products here. Yeah. It's uh, a good football area. Yeah. I mean, there's you talking about that. Now, I can remember um, it was the first Ohio State jersey I ever had was Andy Katzmoyer's. Mm-hmm. I wore it all the fucking time in <laughs> high school. People used to make fun of me. And um, There's Joel and his Captain Moore. Yeah. <laughs> I have that. I'll see if I can dig one of my yearbook pictures You ever up. wash that thing? Yeah, I know. There's a, there's a picture of me in the yearbook like making one of my stupid faces, and I'm wearing a Katzmoyer jersey. <laughs> I had like a buzzed head. I Did you have the neck pubes. roll, too, with yeah, it? Yeah, the neck roll. No pubes. Oh, yes, the neck roll. Yeah. You're going to have to pull face. that up so I we can post it on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. I, think it's in, I think it's in the yearbook. But um, <laughs> no, uh, I had... Uh, I played football, and I was always, it always worked out. It never worked out for me when I played football because I, uh, I, I was always a fat kid, and I never wanted to. I never played the glory position, you know. Mm-hmm. But the guys that I always liked were like the, you know, the tough nose. I, I was, I always had an affection for linebackers, of course. always. Just the the dudes in the middle calling it out, the walls of defense. But I had, the, I had those a picture. Pull up him, pull up the images with him, and it should just put Andy Katzenmoyer. It should pop up right there, by, uh, second row down left, far left. No, your other—that's your right. The other left. There, it's yeah. a video, but yeah, I had that shot. Actually, it's the one. Yeah, the one down there that's a little bit darker on the third level. I had that on my uh, on my football locker in high school, and had it. They made. I, I would always. The, he made. Our coach made one and had it like by the door, going out of the locker room. 
and every day I would walk out and I'd like hit it like the Notre Dame thing when we'd walk out so of it. Play, it, play like Cats and Moyer Day. And my coach and I don't I don't play know, like Cats and Moyer Day. Yeah. I don't know if my coach made this up, but he told it at the banquet, and I'm, I'm not sure if he made it up because I really don't remember, but I really didn't pay attention. He said that. Uh, that I started doing that at the beginning of the year, and he said, like two games later, he's like watching everybody walk out, and the whole fucking team's hitting that thing as they're going out like it's Notre Dame. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, yeah, we had a pretty decent football team that year, but yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I fucking love that dude. Dude, t- just talking about, he was the one I was making reference to. With very, very AJ Hawk reminded me of him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and um, but he played a little bit more ferociously. I thought. I agree. And, I would want to oh. take him into a bar fight. With, yeah, I know, like, I know. Yeah. yeah, he almost had that. I hope he's not listening to the show, but um, <laughs> he almost had that like dumb guy Rocky quality to him. The uh, guy in the replacements, the linebacker, yeah. yes, the cop, yes, <laughs> yes. Like it was. Give me that like, like, like he was. He was. He was just so focused on one thing. That it was. It was just you know attack, and just that's what it was. But in. So remember that fucking hit in the was it. Mizzou, Missouri game. What yeah, was it? The, the, the quarterback. Yeah, on Mizzou, one that that I'm surprised the guy died, but or didn't die. But also, there was another the the particular awesome thing they had a Mizzou had a was it Tavian Banks? It was T- Iowa. Iowa. Sorry, Iowa. Iowa game. Yes, Tavian Banks was Iowa's running back, and he was pretty good at the time. Mm-hmm. He was you know in a conversation at the beginning. And they had, they had set it all up before the game, and it was at the shoe <clears throat> where they're going, you know, the matchup to watch today, the matchup to watch today is Andy Katzenmoyer on Tavian Banks. Because they've, you know, Cooper had said, you know, we're just, we're putting him on him, and that's the whole game, pretty much. Like, he's not even going to be, he's honed in on this running back and covering him all over the field. And, like, the first fucking play from scrimmage, like Katzenmoyer, like a missile comes flying in there and drops him like four <laughs> yards deep, and everyone goes ape shit in the whole fucking game. I, I, w- I wonder if you could bring that up. I'm trying to bring up the stats of what. Banks. Yeah, there it is. That's that's exactly the play I'm talking about. I was first offensive snap. Banks took a handoff. Uh, he yeah, took a handoff and headed over left tackle where he met an enraged and unblocked <laughs> Andy Katzenmoyer. No gain. No I, gain. I swear it was a loss, but maybe that's just in my brain. On the second, second play, play, Banks yes. was on his back yeah. before he even <laughs> made <laughs> his first move. Lost him too. Yeah. So it was just, it was fucking fantastic. Like watching that dude was so <laughs> awesome. And remember that um, remember the uh, I'm sure you can remember this game the uh, the Indiana game where. It was. Remember, Sorgi was their quarterback. Jim Sorgi. Jim Sorgi was their quarterback, and um, it ended up being a really close game, and we didn't even. No one was expecting it, but it was at Indiana, Wisconsin. Sorry, yeah. Wisconsin. Was it? Yeah, Jim Sorgi played for Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay, Sorgi no, okay. Wisconsin. I'm, th- I'm thinking the wrong game. Who was in the? It was Indiana. Oh, okay. Um. In the nineties, I'm trying to think of Indiana's quarterback. It was, I mean, dude, they weren't even that good. It but it wasn't was a close Antoine Randall yet. No, go to um, I, I want to say it was like the ninety. It, it was around that same year as that Rose Bowl year, um, where he had a. Do you know? You know what year? The ninety. It would have been like ninety. It had to be ninety six or ninety seven. Um, it, it would have been later in the year. It was like the second to last game, and it ended up being a lot closer. Twenty-seven seventeen. Would that have been it? I that sounds about right because Katz and Moyer 
they were driving. Katz and Moyer stripped the ball, and Finkus ran it back like 50 yards yeah. Yeah, on a strip now. sack, mm-hmm. and that pretty much sealed the game. Yeah, Like, it was close, but, like, just he was always making plays. That's what I loved about him. Like, he was that guy that you never seemed like he was out of position. He never seemed like he never he never missed a tackle. Yeah. Like, ever. And he had a cool uh, tribal tattoo around his arm. I thought that was really awesome too. Actually, I think it was like a, an electric wave or something. Like it was, a, it was, it was pretty awesome though. But you know, the big cat, he was fantastic to watch. It's wow. a shame that his, his NFL career didn't do that. He hurt his neck, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the first year, I think he played. Yeah, he hurt it the first year. I did get to see him in a preseason game at the Silverdome in Detroit when he was with the Patriots. Um, but he only played just a little bit. But. But he would have been, I think he would have been an NFL Hall of Famer if he didn't get hurt. But uh, yeah, he was he was something to see. Always loved that guy. Yeah, he was what's he, uh, what's he, from what I hear now, he's got a, a gym in Westerville. That's like kind yeah, of one of those um, training type. It, it, it's yeah, changing got so into much strength since I was conditioning and, and, uh, They kind of work with up and coming prospect yeah. guys, right? To kind of teach them how to, or, I mean, I don't know if they'd be considered a recruiting service or not. But yeah. um, did he leave after his junior year? Or did he go all four years? I think he left. It, I think he left early. I thought he did too. Yeah, which yeah, was smart. Like Three-time first-team All Big Ten selection. Yeah. Buckus Award winner, ninety-seven consensus All-American in ninety-seven. That's right. He well, did win. He did win a Super Bowl, but he was injured. Yeah, but yeah. Right. Jack Lambert Trophy, ninety-seven. Three-time first-team All Big Ten, Big Ten co-freshman of the year. Wonder who the other guy was. USA Today High School All-American. One Mister Football. Yep, yep. For Ohio. I believe, wasn't he a running back in high school, too? Probably. A lot of those guys yeah. are. Yeah. Just well, he was, ball and just I know he, I know he ran a 4 5 40, which <laughs> for a dude. 6 3 two, six. For a guy who's 6 3 and 260. Yeah. And white. Just a man among boys in college. Yeah. Yeah, Came he, in, started as a yeah. freshman. Right. Immediately. You yeah, know, and, and just, just tore lit people's it up. arms off, lit it up. It's weird how the uh, generations are, too. Because, I mean, we're not really different generations, but a lot of them. Compare Hawk and Cats and War together, right? Because they're and yeah. how, and how much changed from for, that. Yeah, I guarantee. Do you? Th- I would imagine Hawk ran a faster forty than that than Cats and Warrior did, but I don't know. Hawk was fast as shit. Too. I would guess so. Yeah, he was a running because, back in high school. Yeah. yeah, he was a real good running back in yep. high school. His and brother was, was a really good quarterback, right? Yeah, didn't he uh, go to Ryan? Ryan, Ryan I Hawk. believe. Didn't Ryan Hawk go to um, go to Miami and then Roethlisberger passed him over? I believe that was the story, and then I think he transferred to like OU or something. Ryan Hawk football. He was. Um, he works at Bricks and Meyer now. Oh, maybe <laughs> we can get him on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like he was at Miami. Then he transferred to Ohio. Yep. Yep. So, because he was. Yeah, they brought Roethlisberger in. Yeah. That's like going Ohio State to Michigan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Battle of the Bricks there. <laughs> Miami. No. I, yeah. I that is that is totally cheating. A little maction. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that, that Nick was telling us in that interview that he didn't get one offer from a single max school. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, wild. His all of his, he just floated under the radar, man. Like that's what yeah. But you can tell like that just talking to him, it's it's awesome how humble that guy is. Oh yeah. He's talking about, you know, how just how he never thought he was good. Even he said he didn't even know until like seven years into his NFL career. I'm sorry, you right. played as a freshman at Ohio State. Right. You're good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, but yeah, he said, he, what did he say? I, I miss, I, in the in the conversation, I missed that. Who did he say that he got the uh, the throwaway offer from Huntsman? Clemson. Did he say Clemson? Cle- Clemson, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. it was some other weird it school. Clemson. Oh, yeah. I remember him bringing it up, and I thought, oh, that fucking 
quarantine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trying to take it. He's like, oh, this one can't be real. That was the way. Yeah, he thought it was fake. I wonder how that. I wonder how the cat. I should have asked him that. I wonder how that. How hard that the decision was to say no to Notre Dame being a good Catholic boy like that. <laughs> Brandon, what do you think? What, what, what would you go to Notre Dame over Ohio State if you had the offer? Say you got. Say you had hockey offers. Yes. Because of hockey or because of the the school. Just that campus and school, yes, I'd go to Notre Dame. you go to Notre heartbeat. Dame over it, in a heartbeat over it. Yeah. And so you got to think, there's yeah. only like 14,000 students on that See, campus. I it was even less than that. I thought it was. Or like, it might be 8,000, yeah, like 4,000. It's, like, it's crazy how the, the the enrollment, how low it is there. And 4,000 of them are athletes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, There's got to be some good-looking women there. Yeah, you got to think though, and they're Catholic, so you know they want to put out. Yep, (laughs) just want to pump out some babies. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Only better place would be like BYU because you can pick like twelve of them. Yeah, yep, you, 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 and you. You have to like play charades with them or something. God. You'd have to sing songs with them and shit like that. Martin about Martin Luther. About what was the what was the <laughs> was it, is it Martin Luther? I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know, know shit about my religions. What do they have the? Who it was, sounds like it sounds like it's right. Who was the? Uh, <laughs> I got Brandon laughing. Who was the? Uh, who was the, the in the South Park thing? Who's the guy that the Mormons are? Man, and they they sing that song about John Smith. Is that it? Were they the Mormons? John? Some people believe John Smith. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> I'm singing that song. Was I don't, he, I don't I know. Have to look. I, I'll, I'll ask him a Catholicism question next. Um, he, he can answer all this. No, yeah, I can't. You, I didn't pay attention. See, it's a shame that Mark isn't here. You guys could have like a. You guys could have a Catholic off, and then he could prove his lies. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of holes in those stories that they tell us. All right. Andy Katzenmoyer is on the list. Good pick. Good pick. Kyle, your second. Troy Smith. Troy Smith. Heisman winner. Yeah, another Heisman in the house. Good old Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. Troy Smith. Who uh, pulled... Okay, what awards real quick? Heisman Trophy. Chin, Chick Harley Award. Chick Harley. That's a Columbus Award. Okay. Walter, Walter Camp, Camp Award. Davy O'Brien. Archie Griffin. Associated Press Player of the Year. Sporting Walter News Player of the Year. Unanimous All American. Unanimous Best Football Player in the History of Ohio State <laughs> and the CFL. What the fuck? Who the fuck wrote this? Uni- okay, I'm going to read <laughs> this. Some fucking 12-year-old hacked. Some 12-year-old from Saskatchewan. Actually, I I did that this afternoon. (laughs) Hacked fucking Wikipedia. Unanimous best football player in the history of Ohio State and the CFL, as agreed by all the experts. Even better than Archie Griffin and Eddie George and even Beanie Wells. I mean, if you look at his Canadian Football League statistics, they speak for themselves. That is is some bullshit if I've ever seen it. Uh, Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year, Ohio State number ten is reti- is retired. Yes, huh. uh, was uh, I believe Archie Griffin's forty five was retired, and then Andy Katzenmoyer asked for permission. Yeah, and Archie said, "Yeah, wear it." Yeah, oh, yeah. And I think awesome. that's why one of the uh, reasons why you ended up at Ohio State. You know? Yeah, yep. Nice. Um, who was in his Heisman year? The only knock that I'll have against Troy Smith. Is not no no. I mean, was they were unstoppable, like in that that yeah, offense they were, and everything yeah, was. Yeah. Um, who were the other people in the voting for the for the Heisman that year? Darren McFadden and Brady Quinn. Okay, Darren McFadden was pretty damn good. 
Yeah. Brady Quinn had a great yeah, career. He had a, yeah, yeah. Steve had... Slayton was fourth. Got Steve Slayton. Yeah, Steve Slayton was a Ray star. Rice. Beats Ray by Rice Ray. down there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. How did he not win? <laughs> He's the greatest player ever. Oh, my gosh. Look at that season. He had 15 TDs. Yeah, I know. How many? Okay, he threw, Troy Smith threw 30 touchdowns. It was the to touchdown to interception ratio. Well, that, dude, that there, there's, there's no argument that he was the best quarterback in the NFL or in the NCAA that year. But they were, I felt that their team was stacked that year, they too. They were great. And oh, did yeah. they, was there a strength of schedule argument, too? Like, he didn't lose it, obviously, but. Well, they beat Texas, who was one or two two at the time. They yeah. beat Michigan, who was two at the time. Was that the, that was the 42 39 year. Yeah. Was that the year after you started crying in the parking lot of the horseshoe, J Dub, and kicked a, oh my. Kicked a beer? You have to yeah, tell this story. That was the year after. <laughs> when Ohio State lost the 2005 game. In the shoot of Texas. Oh, right. Ryan, oh, yeah. Ryan Harry yeah. dropping the touchdown. He got death threats for that. Yeah. What I'm sorry. Are, I'm what, sorry what, I sent him, but did you you were the, you were there in the lot, right? Yeah, we were just tailgating. They went out and tailgated for the game. Kicking I mean, a twelve pack of Bud Light, yeah. and cursing and <laughs> calling Jim Trezel's wife a whore. Um, <laughs> Jade. I'm telling you, you get people. People have this mis, this misconception of John Wallace. You really got to get to know him, okay? Because when you, when you pump enough alcohol into <laughs> J, into Jade, John Wallace's innards, the devil starts to come out of the pores ah, with him. Know, yeah. Then he turns into this. He starts coming up with bad ideas and wanting to do stuff. And before you know it, he's chasing rickshaws through Manhattan away from everybody, and yeah. <laughs> Starting that's, trouble with people. That's the yeah. Ironton coming out yeah, of them. the Ironton. The <laughs> River Rat coming out. Are they, out of are they in the Ohio state River championship game? Yeah, Saturday. There go you go. Tigers. Saturday. Are you going to go to it? I think they moved it to Massillon. Yeah, yeah, you know, Franklin County health codes mm. or whatever. Just It just went to purple yeah. in Franklin County. Yeah, it's so like the highest. Moved yeah. the, the remaining state championship games up to Massillon. Uh, from Columbus to Massillon. So everyone can bring the, the virus up to there. That's right. Where it's purple. I think it's because they're allowed to have, like, Gatherings of more than whatever yeah. amount of people. Franklin shut it down. They so their parents can go to the game and watch their kid play. Heaven forbid. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. They. We were supposed to go down and do the Bourbon Trail. So like you know, four or five stops on the Bourbon Trail on Saturday. Kentucky today shut everything down. No. No bars. No restaurants. Everything's to go. If you're outside, like yeah, I know. I'm about over this shit. So. Oh yeah. But um. No. Yeah. What was the? What was there? Illinois seventeen ten was that their closest game that year, except for the loss and the yeah was that the yeah that was the that was the national title game right oh yeah yeah that Ted, was Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn got hurt yeah that's right Ted Ginn uh, <laughs> took the opening kickoff back for yeah, a touchdown that was the <laughs> and I remember I was a freshman in high school that year we were all pumped watching the game together and then it went downhill from there I was watching yeah. uh. I was watching. What was it? Didn't they have a D end for Florida that year that just they could not block him? That Carlos that Dunlap. Game? It might have been Dunlap. Yeah. I think yeah. it was. There's a well, couple. Dunlap two of them there yet or not? But he was uh, Tebow was the uh, second. He yeah, was Chris Leak. Chris Leak was the starting quarterback. Yeah. Who was the? Uh, um, was it Spikes? No, he's a linebacker, right? Yeah, Spikes. Eric was a Harvey led the team in sacks with eleven. Okay, two maybe two. it was him. Brandon Spikes was young, I think, at that point. Okay, yeah, yeah they. Uh, oh my God, that game was. I, I remember we. They I couldn't remember, stop him defensively I, either. I, I, I yeah, mean, I know that offense was ridiculous. I went Percy over, Harvin was a stud. I went over to my friend Ben's. Uh, my friend Ben had a buddy who was a pilot buddy of his. 
I remember going over because he was having a party for the game. I'd never been to this guy's house, and he had this girlfriend, live-in girlfriend, who I found out that night was like an absolute bitch. And um, oh, it might have been because Ohio State was getting their asses kicked, but uh, right. they uh, they. I remember driving to the game, and the game, the kickoff had started. And I was listening to it on the radio when Gin ran that back. And then uh, I get to the house, and then like the mood has changed by the time I got to the house because it started changing that quick. Mm. And I remember it just ended up being a shit show. The whole party oh, yeah. was an absolute mess. I got shit face drunk, and I pissed that girl off even more because I decided to move all of their patio furniture out. Uh, about 30 feet of, away from the apartment and set it up exactly like <laughs> their back porch was set up out in the grass. And she woke up the next morning to that, and I was never invited back <laughs> after that. But she, she deserved it. She was she was being mean, so I didn't like her. That, but That game took a turn for the worse. Yeah. Dallas but, Baker, the touchdown maker, great nickname, but... I hated him. <laughs> yeah, uh, was it? Was that in a? That was, that in, was in Glendale. Yeah, Glendale. Right. And it yeah. was funny. Ted Ginn took the opening kickoff, like we said, uh-huh. and then in the Super Bowl that year, Devin Hester took, took the back opening in Miami. kickoff back, and then the Colts ended up destroying the Bears. Mm-hmm. So it was like history repeating it was itself. Like, yeah. Go out the one. Go Fate. out the one. Yeah, right. yeah. But that was because they had sexy Rexy at quarterback. That's right. That's right. You know it. Former Gator great. <laughs> Rex Grossman, sexy Rexy, sexy Rexy. Yeah. That was that was Peyton's first, I think. It was, yeah. yeah. First time it rained in the Super Bowl too. Pouring. Yep. First Reggie, time it ever rained on Super Reggie Bowl. Reggie Wayne caught that long touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. But yeah, Troy Smith. Yeah, he hard argue. Uh, he was clutch, clutch as hell too in those couple Michigan games. His three and zero. How much? Tony Gonzalez there. Who did he? Uh, who did he take? What's the word? Proceed. Justin Zwick. Zwick was the guy. Now, did he? I'm trying to remember. There was never a quarterback controversy the years before, were there, with him? No. I thought they had a. Who did they have the two quarterback system with? Jermaine and Stanley Jackson, right? Yep. It was a two quarterback yeah, thing they had. Right, years before. right. Yeah. That was back in my heyday. Yeah. And then uh, when. Uh, did they ever do that with anyone else? Well, they kind of did it they with Braxton. Kind of did it with Braxton, and then they kind of did it again with Cardell and JT Barrett. And JT there Barrett. The that's right. That's right. When Barrett got healthy again after Cardell led them to the cha- not right. led them to the championship, but Be, yeah, won them won the, championship. the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. Uh, but Troy Smith was he that was he even a, a question? Was he even questioned for the Heisman the year before that? No, no. Because I remember his jump being like unbelievable. Oh yeah. It was almost out of nowhere. Well, he was thing. 2005. AJ Hawk. That was the year AJ Hawk was uh, sixth. That was the year Bush won it. But and they, yep, that's they right. Took they took it away him. from him. Yeah. yeah. Was it because he took money from a donor? Like USC, like bought his parents a house or something. It was yeah. something weird like that. Yeah. yeah. It was basically what you're <laughs> yeah, saying. They yeah. took money, but yeah. He won. It. I mean, he won it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, like the, no one I remembers. Don't, I don't care what anybody says about uh, uh, Lance Armstrong. It's like, yeah, when when thirty seven other guys are doing the exact same thing you're doing, and you win it that many times in a row, yeah, I don't, I he won it, yeah. but yeah, he did took take a lot of roids. Though. Yeah, it's true. So many that one of his nards fell off. <laughs> <laughs> it just shrunk and went away. It just disappeared, like just rolling down one of the mountains, yeah, of one of the hills, one of those uphills, whatever <laughs> the hell it is. Some some guy in the French countryside is going to be about worth about ten million dollars here in yeah. five years. He's waiting. I got Lance Armstrong's ball. I got, I got Lance Armstrong's ball. Wee <laughs> wee. <Oui, oui. laughs> 
All right. Screw the yellow jacket. Yeah, I've got one of his jacket. balls. His balls. It's the size of a raisin. <laughs> um, Troy Smith is on the list. Yes, sir. Brandon, your second. I'm going to change it. Oh. Ooh, we got to change. Change up. Because I feel like he deserved to be on this list is Chris Spielman. Chris Spielman. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Chris Spielman. The slobber knocker. Yes. Uh, Lombardi Award winner, correct? God, he was a great one. Yes. What years? It was 80, early 80s? Is that right? Yeah, he got drafted in 88, yeah, 80, right? Yeah, it was like 80. He got drafted the same draft as uh, Barry Sanders, I think. I believe he was their, the Lions' second-round pick, and Barry was their first. Really? Yep, I believe so. I think that's right. But um, he, uh, yeah, second round. And really, it was 29, so today's day, he'd be right, first round. Right, yep, He would have been yep. a first-rounder, too. Lombardi mm-hmm. Award winner. What else do you got there? Go down. Uh Let's see, that's NFL up top. Uh, two-time consensus All-American. Yep. Lombardi Award, Chick Harley Award, Sam B. Nicola Award, Ohio State Buckeyes MVP mm-hmm. in 1987. I think they gave less awards in the 80s. Yeah, I think they did, too. Um, that was just the, the culture back then. Mm-hmm. Um, Not now, everyone got a participating yeah, yeah, trophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What did you like about him so much, Brandon? So the best story I heard about Chris Bielman is his freshman year, first game against Oregon State. He's not in the game. And they're just going down the field, and he's just steaming on the sidelines, yelling to be put in, put in, put me in, put me in. So finally the coach is like, Earl Bruce goes, all right, get in there. He goes in, first play, strip sack, or <laughs> hit the running backs, you know, fumble. Force fumble. Led to a touchdown. They win the game. No shit. I mean, he got hurt his freshman year, so he stopped. You know, yeah. But yeah. just a mean, mean motherfucker. Yeah, and that's what another, like, he, I mean, and pretty much, and even, they even talked about this when he was a lion, because he was a lion for a long time, was uh, what, he 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 didn't have any particular skill set that was elevated. Just, just played. He just played like I'm a gonna outwork. Man. I'm going to outwork yeah. you. I'm going to beat your ass. He was, he was small, right? I mean, he was short. How tall was he? Those usually make the best linebackers. Yeah. Honestly. yeah. They're harder to see. You know? I mean, he was six foot. Okay, six foot, which, which he was probably 5'10". Right. If that was, That's program <laughs> height. Yeah, right, program height, 248. So, yeah, but he wasn't particularly fast. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't super strong, but he was a fucking maniac. And he was super smart and had good vision. Yep. Like, he was, oh, man, he was all over the field. He saved so many, well... He saved so many potential playoff berths, <laughs> only to lose in the first round for the Lions. And I'll no. attribute a lot of that to going to Maslin because uh-huh. Maslin McKinley back then, and even now, it's like it's the greatest high school rivalry. Yep. Yeah, it used to be the only high school rivalry you could bet on in Vegas. No shit. Wow. And like, there's stories that the old Maslin coach would drive 45 minutes out of the way. To get to work, so he didn't drive through McKinley. No yeah. shit. It's like that's geez, the old like, Woody Hayes story. Yeah, Woody like, Hayes. Jesus, I didn't. I wouldn't fill up he, the he bus. Would, and... Yeah, he wouldn't fill up the bus, and they they would stay in Toledo. Yeah. But you see, like the <laughs> like the week of Michigan game, like the babies get all like the beat Michigan stuff right. in Maslin and in McKinley. When you're born, you get the the tiger. I don't know what McKinley no shit, is. Yeah, you get bulldog. that as a baby. Yeah, McKinley, a bulldog. No shit. You get all that and like a little football with the date you're born. Like yeah. they live and breathe yeah. football. How fa- how far are is are those schools from where you grew up? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Wow. Yep. Same uh, same vicinity. Yeah, he was a fucking. I loved watching that guy play. Yeah, he's great. Great, great guy too. Out. Yeah, I've heard that. Fant- well, I mean, hell, didn't he took one year off from the NFL when his wife got cancer? Yep. Didn't he? Yeah. Does a bunch for that charity. Yep. yep. In uh, 
Didn't he sue Ohio State though? <laughs> Maybe that'll put him down the list because they were using his likeness without. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's right. And he won. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I forget him. the outcome or all, and all that, but yeah. But yeah, he's broadcasting now for Fox, right? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's yeah, very he's, good. yeah, he's great. Very he's, good. You can tell he's smart as shit. Oh, like yeah. he thinks about stuff before he talks. Yeah, he's not. There yeah. are so many guys that are awful. Oh god. That's yeah. why I was talking when we were talking about Nick and, the, and talking to Nick in he'd that interview. So yeah, he'd be, uh, he'd so, be so good. good at it. One because he has a fucking personality. But like, mm-hmm. I was watching that. It was I can't remember if it was Pro Football Focus or Pro Football Talk or something in the morning, and I can't remember who was on there with him. But it was somebody. I mean, it was a a couple of established guys. It was a YouTube clip that I watched, okay. and they had him on there, and he spoke better than all of them. He had more relevant shit that he was talking about. It was like, dude, he needs to go into broadcasting. Like he has the personality he, for he, it. Be awesome, yeah, but especially college. Yo, yeah, the college. I mean, they hang out on the campus. Not this right, year, obviously, right. but they hang out on the campuses. I know Todd Blackledge has like some the best eats at the campus they're doing yeah. the game at. He'd be perfect. He do, he does some of that for the Jets. Yeah, like when he I was that's why I was talking to him about that on there. He um he'll do like tailgate judging and shit like that. Like in the in the parking lots of the games. Like he's kind of yeah he what he say he was an ambassador for him. Yeah. He, but, uh, he said he was technically an yeah, ambassador yeah. for the Jets or something. But they, uh, they, they like I think TJ Lang does that for the Lions up there in Detroit, where he's out there. You know, they're they're having like a football throw off, and he's the one calling it and stuff like that. But, but yeah, oh yeah, Spielman's fucking awesome. I mean, he's one of my favorite NFL players of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. And, his uh, career was cut short. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. it was. He what neck had- another neck injury too with him. Yep. You yeah, see some of those hits he would do. He would be like horizontal when he was tackling people. It's amazing he didn't get hurt more than he did. He'd probably get a couple 15 yard penalties. In yeah. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of targeting. Yeah. So. yeah. They pushed it all up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Chris Spielman's on the list. J Dub. All right. My, my next pick, I'm going uh, Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield. Antoine, you know, Winfield. kind of a. Yeah, sleeper pick. Sleeper. But was a but, fantastic man. player. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, of a right. player in the, in the secondary for the Buckeyes. Arguably one of the best secondary guys that they've ever had. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, he could cover, and he could come up and smack yeah, you in the mouth. Great, mm-hmm. Yeah, great tackler. That whole, uh, that entire secondary was awesome, weren't they? Was that Did he yeah. play with Sean Springs? Maybe at the end? Sean Springs, I think, was the eighties. No, no, he, he no, was. He was on. They, he was, they, Sean Springs was right around the same time as Orlando Pace. Then he was early nineties. Yeah, Springs might have been a little bit ahead of him. Pull up, yeah. but uh, Springs think, was a great Spring, cover guy. But Springs was early nineties, like ninety three, ninety four. Pull him up there. When was he? Uh, career started in ninety six, so his last uh, year was ninety five. Yeah. Which when when did Winfield play? I think I think just maybe right after ninety nine, so he he, he drafted ninety maybe he took well the Springs was a corner right Winfield yeah. was a safety wasn't he yeah, Springs was a corner yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Winfield was a corner yeah okay so he may yeah. have he may have taken over who else who else was in the secondary with Winfield though I remember them being like a force there was another dude who was who ended up be having a successful NFL career I swear I thought um. Ninety-seven Buckeyes football team. Who we got here? That you said it. Uh, yeah, he was in the secondary. Ahmed Plummer was pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, Diggs was a linebacker. I think Plummer is probably who we were thinking of. What? What? This might have been. What year was that? Was this that was ninety-seven? So what was that? His. I'm not sure. Maybe it was a year before that or something. I want to say he was young with it, but. 
I know Plummer was good, but I swear there was like another guy that sticks out more in there. But no, he was just yeah. You know, who do you got in previous season? Keep, oh, well, he played more in '98, I think, because he was drafted in '99. Who you got? Who you got? Oh, Steve Bellasari. <laughs> That's no, him. That's him. That's him. As a D-back. Yeah. Damon Moore Damon was good. Moore. Yeah, he was a Nate Clements. Yes. Yeah. Clements. That's the year. Yeah. That's, he went on and had a really was good of NFL Nate career, too. Yes. Buffalo? They were, remember uh, Dante Whitner, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were fun. That whole secondary was fucking awesome, mm. but he was like the anchor of it. Yeah. They had, dude, who they have on the D-line? They have good... I'm pretty sure they had a good... Ryan Pickett. He was pretty Pickett, good. I remember that yeah. Brent Johnson. Niall Diggs, they got Katz and Moyer, yep. Rudzinski. Niall Diggs, I remember that name. <laughs> it's weird, I don't uh, remember a lot of these guys, but yeah. I remember hearing the name. Just... It was Nate, yeah, it was Clements, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, he Clements. ended up having a long NFL career. Oh, yeah. yeah. How long did... Uh, he played with the Niners for a while. Winfield had a long career Winfield. in the NFL, yeah. didn't he? He's yeah. like just recently retired, I yeah. and he's got a son that's his in... Son's- the NFL. Man. I was yeah, so pissed at the University of Minnesota. That's right, yeah. that's right because I heard that, and I'm like, holy shit, I am old as fuck. Yeah, that's his son. The, uh, Buckeyes just didn't offer him. Yeah. He was, like a, he was only he like just, a three-star. Yeah, he was a three-star recruit, and the Buckeyes just didn't go after him. So Senior's 43 now. Yeah. When, when did he retire? Let's see when his last game was. That just goes 2012. to... 2012. 2012. recently, yeah. but... So he still had a 13-year NFL career? Yeah, and with only two teams. Yep, Minnesota and Buffalo. Three-time Pro Bowler. Yep, he was, uh, yeah, he was He was good. He was, uh, he was great. He was a, uh, I don't know, when you, when you think about it, I mean, was he in the, what, pull up his awards. Did he win any, because uh, I, don't, I don't remember him sticking out as being like a super, like they talked about him all over the nation, but he was. Jim Thorpe. Yeah, he, won no, he won the Thorpe. Thorpe. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, there you all go. American. In consensus of all American, he was named to the All Metrodome. Oh god, Maybe I was I was too busy blowing Andy Katzenmoyer that year. Um, <laughs> I love him. I love you, Andy. I don't care about my. I only had eyes for him. Jack Tatum trophy. Oh yeah, All Metrodome Jack team. Is that Tatum. another one of those made up ones? The All Metrodome Minnesota Viking team. Yeah, I know. All Metrodome team. I think they. Uh, Combine the twins and the Vikings. I'll pull player. that up. Maybe. What about what about but the Golden Gophers? Kent Herbeck at like yeah safety or something. <laughs> the Golden Gophers. Yeah. Oh, it just brought up the Vikings. What That's a bunch of shit. Stupid. I want to know about the award. Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, because it doesn't have a link on it. Yeah. All Metrodome team. We'll have to research that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. He's. He I mean, yeah. Now look at this. I wasn't a big guy. Five eight. Yeah, five eight. One seventy six. And you know, which, played, played a lot bigger though. Right. Yeah. yeah. But um. Four four forty. That's pretty good. It's decent. That yeah. well, I was I was gonna ask that because you know I, I'm I'm still blowing Andy Katzmore. What do you say that about a four five? Is is that just showing how fast? Katzenmoyer was, or is that kind of a yes. slow for a secondary guy? I think it's four more, four is pretty goddamn I think it's fast. More Katzenmoyer. Yeah, yeah, that's oh yeah, my god. I mean, next one is four three. It's yeah, that. right, right. Yeah, or four zero oh, if you're Neon Dion. <laughs> no. <laughs> they say that there's no way that he ran it that quick. Somebody had to fuck up their stopwatch. Oh, He's yeah. like, oh, I ran it that quick. He'll argue about it. Chris Johnson four two four. Yep. This and this is the modern time one, right? Yeah. yeah. The one since they started doing the. The actual computerized yeah. thing with it. John Ross bust four point two Bengals four point two two. He played one good half of football for the Bengals. Yeah, and that's all he's done. Did he demand a trade the other day? He did demand a trade, yeah. and then no one called. Ironically, <laughs> so yeah. Remember we'll when Kajana Carter never did he even, oh did he even play God. an actual regular season <laughs> he, NFL game? He did, but 
he tore his ACL in a preseason, in a preseason game against, game the, against Lions. the Lions. I yeah. remember watching it on TV. Yeah, it was awful. I remember my dad calling him Vagina Carter, <laughs> and I thought it was hysterical growing uh, up. And I was like, Dad, he tore his ACL. It's not like that's he has not a funny, hangnail. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon's got to pee. Oh, uh, nice. yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, it's when he even said these. I mean, I remember him making some monumental fucking picks, mm. like acrobatic fucking shit oh, out of nowhere. Yeah. He was a ball hawk. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he's a great player. Mm-hmm. All right. My second and final, the one and only, number 27. The only one, also Heisman Trophy winner. Yes, sir. Mr. Eddie George. God, he was great. Eddie, Eddie. Um, he was great. Our, our, <sighs> Heisman, Walter huh? Camp, Maxwell, Doke Walker, Big Ten MVP, Big Ten Offensive Player, Unanimous All-American, numbers retired. Tennessee Titans 27 is retired? Yep. Yeah. Ring of Honor for the Oilers. God, I wish the Oilers would come back. I know. It'd be so great. He had such a great helmet. So he had, he had ten. See, and that's kind of one of the things... When when you think about his NFL career, he, I think he kind of went under the radar because a lot of people a, a lot of people at the beginning kind of talked like he was a little bit disappointing in his NFL career because yeah. he was so good in college. Yeah. But he he had ten thousand fucking rushing yards oh, in his yeah, NFL yeah. career. He was I mean, awesome. He was really good. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, just he never had the crazy breakaway speed. That a lot of the a lot of the guys have like yeah. you know, but he was just he was a it was like trying to tackle a fucking Clydesdale. Yeah. He'd go get you a hundred yards. Oh yeah, easy. I mean, Grind like them you out. Said, the breakaway speed, but if you guys had a fourth and third, oh yeah, fourth he'd get and three, it. He's getting he'd four get yards. He'd yeah. get it. Yeah, he. I mean, just what did he, what was the game? Illinois, his freshman year. Was it his freshman oh, no, year? No. or senior year, or did he leave early? I no. can't remember. Uh, I um, think he was there all four years. He was all, there four all years. four years. I believe no. it was his senior year. It's probably his senior year. He almost had 2,000 and, yards. And it was games. like, I swear to God, he had a th- almost, a th- if not over a 300-yard rushing game in that year. Yeah. Against the Illini? Against, uh, against the Illini. It was at the shoot. Okay. Yeah. I believe Illinois. it was raining. And it, it was he was unstoppable. Like, try the 95. 95 season. I believe it was that year. It was his senior year. 95? Where we got here? Awards and winners. Because he had multiple, like, 200-yard games in that year. Yeah, he, um, where is the game logs? I know. This this, this is a very confusing site. Um, But I I, I remember they had to, because they had to bring out, it was the first time I realized that, that places had portable lights. Because I remember going, there aren't fucking lights at the horseshoe. How are yeah, they playing yeah, at night? Yeah, the, and they had the, you know, the big truck lights that dropped down. 36 carries, 314 yards, three touchdowns. That's getting it done. And that was, what? when was it? Did it say the date on it? Well, it's, it was his senior year. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. says May of 2011. Yeah, 95. 95. Then. Yeah. He, oh, my God. That game, he was unfucking stoppable. Yeah. But he was the, he was the, he was a good combo because he had, I mean, he had some, he had long threat speed capabilities. Right. Now, he wasn't a fucking, you know, one of the one of the guys who, if he got through the line, was gone. You weren't catching him, but he was a good combo of power and speed, and he mm-hmm. and he was he had good uh, durability. I mean, he just I mean, did he he hardly ever got hurt, didn't no, he? Did. Never, even in his NFL career. Yeah, I mean, I mean he grew up in Philly, which is right. Very true. <laughs> <Tough>. <laughs> they got cheesesteaks. It's winter time, and everyone's got to be tough there. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, what did what were his overall? Uh, Pull up his 
his overall career stats in the college. Forty three hundred rushing yards. Fourteen hundred his junior year, and then almost two thousand his senior year. The year he won the Heisman. Well, it says. Oh yeah, nineteen twenty-seven. Sorry, I was looking at that. Was all purpose yards? Uh, damn. Yeah. yeah, that's getting after it. How many touchdowns? Forty-four touchdowns. Twenty-four touchdowns. His senior year, yeah. the Heisman year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, didn't they still lose that? Almost Michigan as many. Beat Johnson. Yeah, almost, almost as, many as, as many as beat Johnson. Johnson. That's right. They lost two games that year, I think. Yeah, eleven did they, two. Who did they lose their bowl? No. Yeah, yeah. they lost the bowl game that year. It was the. Um, it was the. The Citrus Bowl. Yeah, I was there. The Tennessee. Oh, you were right. Tennessee, right? there. Yeah. Yeah, that's Tennessee, right. Yeah. yeah, they lost the last. They were undefeated. <laughs> so you saw the... Eddie George's last game as a yeah. as an Ohio State Buckeye. Crazy. Yeah. He lost to Tennessee his last game in a, as a Buckeye and then got drafted by, by Tennessee. By Tennessee. Yeah. And they yeah, were. That, but that, they were you in know, Memphis I was at, school, at the time. University of Tennessee. <laughs> yep. And that matchup. How much shit did you get from your friends? Because surely you didn't go down there and vote for the volunteers. Oh, no. I was, I was in my high state stuff. Nice. You know? Good. Oh yeah, I, I had buddies like, "What are you? What, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Man, I'm, I'm, I'm a from Buc- Ireton, boy, man. I'm a Buckeye." <laughs> Me and my brother, my parents were living in Augusta, Georgia at the time, uh-huh. and it was in Orlando. It was like four hour drive, so pretty easy. And uh, my brother and I went down, spent the night, um, just outside of Orlando. Went into Orlando on uh, New Year's Eve because back, you know, that yep, game was New, New Year's Day. Yep, and. Uh, Went to the game that day. It poured to rain. We had to stop yep, at like I a remember K- it was pouring. Stopped at a Kmart or something. Picked up some ponchos and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> red ones. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, twenty to fourteen. I remember it was fairly close, but it was the score was closer than the game was. Was Peyton there at that day? Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. I mean, you look at the talent on both sides. I mean, that year, Ohio State had it was Bobby Hoying, Eddie George, Terry Glenn, John Ricky Terry Dudley at tight end. Terry Glenn, you know, Ricky Dudley. I forgot yeah. about Ricky Dudley. You know, Tennessee, yeah, Peyton Manning, Jay Graham was running back. Defense, you had, uh, you know, one of my favorite players, you had Leonard Little, yeah. Al Wilson. Little. I remember him yeah. with the, uh, the Rams. Know, I think Terry Fair may have been on that team, yeah. former Lion. Oh, Terry Fair. It's the only, uh, only uh, kickoff return I've ever seen in person. Monday night game against the Tampa Bay Bucks, Silver Dome. 100, oh, nice. 106 yards. And then I think they still lost. <laughs> That's what they normally do. Yeah. No, that was a, how was that stadium down there? You remember that? Wasn't it kind of old? Kind of oh, a gosh. I don't really remember. You know. Yeah. I was too yeah. focused on the game. That's right. I don't locked, care about the damn hot dogs. Locked in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, loved him. Loved what, what stadium was that in Orlando? The Citrus Bowl. The Citrus Bowl. Oh, okay. Which I, forget, I, I don't know what it's called now. Did they turn it into, or weren't they playing the Pro Bowl there recently? I think they yeah, were. I think so. I think I think it's still the same stadium like uh, Central Florida plays at. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. I could be I wrong. I think you're right. But yeah, because they were they were talking about doing something with the MLS team or something. I think they might be re. We like, like knocking the, it down and, and renovating it or something. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not, play like I, the don't quote me on that. I can camping world, wrong, but yeah. camping world stadium or whatever, something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, Eddie George. I mean, fucking, how do you argue with that? Yeah, He's the. You, you I don't. mean, he was just. I wish every running back that every team I ever liked had a running back like Eddie George oh, on and it. And I think um, you had Barry Sanders. Orlando Come Pace on. was on the team. <laughs> I mean, Orlando yeah, Pace was, was on the team, yep. blocking for him. Yep, he was. Maybe that's why Eddie George was so good. Maybe, maybe. I don't mm. know. He just they just ran him off right tackle the yeah. whole time. Get it? <laughs> Plow the road. That's right. <laughs> like Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> 
Pile the road. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that was that, that was a fun. He was a fun guy to watch. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Did they? Uh, yeah, they lost that Michigan game, right? Yep. I remember that being. We don't talk about that. Yeah, I know. Was that when they had Jared Irons? I remember him being fucking awesome. Michigan's linebacker. Yeah, I can't remember. He was real good. But um Michigan used to be good. Oh yeah, those games, man, they were they were always close for the longest time. It they, almost sucks now that they suck. They stopped yeah. recruiting Ohio kids. Like, yeah. That's what Brian, they lived oh, and died on. Brian Greasy at Yep. Biapa, Bia, I could never pronounce his name. Biaka Patuka. Yeah, Tim Biaka Patuka. Yeah, he was good. Oh yeah, Amani Toomer. No, Amani Toomer. Charles Woodson. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Charles Woodson. Who are they on there? Do they have no, I don't see the Irons guy. Mm-hmm. That must have been a year before. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but those man, those matchups used to be so awesome. But now mm-hmm. it's just like oh, tie streets. <laughs> oh yeah, Clarence Williams. Yeah, that's some good guys. Bianca Patuka was over two that year passing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, at least he got a couple of attempts. Yeah, yeah. Leading no picks. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been worse. It wasn't that inaccurate. Could have been worse. <laughs> Could have been Milton the other day. Oh, for two with two Dreisbach. picks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian Greasy, a quarterback. <laughs> Remember when they they had good quarterbacks? Back yeah, then, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the thing. Brady, but the, obviously. But, they, but the thing about Brady was Brady wasn't that good in college. That's he what's wasn't. crazn. He about wasn't. Him. But. He also wasn't terrible. Right, right. He was think, a serviceable college yeah, guy. A lot of people yeah. think with him being drafted that late, oh, he came out of nowhere. Right, he was right. bagging groceries. No, no, no. no, no. He yeah, he was, a, he was a solid starter there. But, yeah, he wasn't anything spectacular. Right, but right. Tyrone Butterfield. All right, Eddie George is on the list. It's list time, gentlemen. If we could go around real quick. And, uh, well, if, if, there's so many guys we've left off the list here, oh, so people oh. are going to be pissed off H-M. all the time. If you had one honorable mention, that would have been your third nominee. Who would it have been? Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn? That's not a that's not a bad argument right there. As an Ohio State player. With the punt returns and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was awesome to watch. Who would you go with? Mike Doss. Mike Doss. He was a fucking badass. National champion. Yep. Yep. Cover, could hit. Played oh, he was a big hitter too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what you want out of those guys. Mm -hmm. He uh he played for the Colts, right? For a while. Colts drafting. Yep. J Dub. Too many guys, but uh, you know this one just came to mind. You know, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, Ooh, yeah. You know, he was one of those guys. Yeah, he was that a great, was, a great Walsh Jesuit graduate. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he went to the same high school as you. No shit, that's crazy. No, uh, super another uh, underwhelming physical talent, but unbelievable intelligence. Just, like, yep. yeah. Just knew where to be, knew how to knew himself, and knew how to play. That Catholic education. Oh yeah, that Catholic I feel education. Like that's <laughs> kind of something that's missing from the last couple of Ohio State teams. I think we've just been spoiled. Linebackers. Yeah, I think you're right. We've just been spoiled with how many greats we've had that we we hold them to that expectation. Like yeah. you got to be the next this or that. It's like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how I am about picking honorable mentions. Um, I'm probably gonna go Nick Mangold. I was I I, I, I not that I'm trying to kiss Nick's ass for being on our show, but I mean he is the only Ohio State Buckeye who's ever been on the It List podcast. Uh, but yeah, just always liked him. Always liked his mentality. Oh, Followed great. him all through his NFL career. Everything he was he was a, as, about as solid as a as a center as you could get, yeah. as reliable as you could get. Which when you say in you know Orlando Pace, like you said, is a once in a generation guy. Yeah, where he where he throws up something like that, mm-hmm. but. 
to me, the guys that the guys that are best on the offensive line is the one that you never hear anybody bitching about, and that's because yep. it's such an it's such a non glorifying position. I talk about that all the time. I didn't get to ask him that too. We were running out of time, but like when you're talking about a position that's so un unglorifying, where there's no positive out of it. Yeah, they're like referees. You don't want to talk about right, it. right. Because if you are, it's yeah, bad. It's like, it's like if you're yeah, but you don't. You if if they do well, they don't get praise because they're just doing their job. But yep. if they fuck up, they're all over them. So yep. it's like it's an unglorified. You don't get a. You know, it's not like you can get a sack or you can force a fumble. Right. I mean, how many people see pancakes? Right. Like you know, it's, it's the just, casual yeah, fan does not. It's just <laughs> such a you just get shit on. You know, like yeah. But I mean, I always like Nick. Oh, yeah, and, great. Yeah, a freshman starter winning the national championship. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, I know he he started some games for an injury. He didn't become the official starter, but yeah, right. he but he definitely yeah. played in like five or six of the games. And but they said up, that yeah. he when he came to Ohio State, he already knew like the center position and right. knew everything about it. That's right. why they could just plug him yep. in. They said they said most of those guys were guards or tackles that you put in there, and then you they have to teach him the position. He yeah. already knew it. Yeah. But yeah, it was. I looked up his uh, NFL stats too <laughs> right before the interview. He. Uh, what was it? Eleven or twelve years? Eleven. And he had like ten holding penalties. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> I know. It's As an offensive lineman, less, less than one <laughs> season. There's like, yeah, there's a couple Bengals that get two or three a game <laughs> on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. I'm yelling at the TV, but ten for a whole career—that's insane. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like a shortstop, you know that. You know that fills every play. That you know no errors. Right. And, you know, the best and then ones. some nerdy guy gets in the way of the ball, and then you boot one, <laughs> and then you you cost the Cubs the the World Series. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, Gonzalez. it's list time, gentlemen. All right, who are musts? I mean, it's there's there's three guys that we have to weed off of this list, okay. and which even that is going to be a goddamn yeah. impossible feat. But when you're talking about Clearly, Archie's got to be on yeah, there. He's, he's a two-time Heisman winner. Mm -hmm. I think Spielman has to be. On I think Spielman, Spielman does too. Spielman can't argue that. I think. I, I think Pace, honestly. Okay, I know he's. I got. I got. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think Eddie George definitely has to be yeah. on there. Eddie. God. Okay. So we got three. Now we got to pick the other two. We got Orlando Pace, AJ Hawk. Andy Katzenmoyer, Troy Smith, Antoine Winfield. Now, my only knock, I know Troy Smith won the Heisman, yeah, yeah. but Troy Smith wasn't super dominant in any other year. I know what you mean. In there, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't like a career dude. It was just like, whoa, what happened? And then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're right. Um, I think it's honestly Hawk versus Cats. Yeah. For the fifth spot, you think Pace is for it, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not to shit on Antoine Winfield, right? No, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Antoine Winfield. Is I mean, also look at their, you know, careers and stats and. Oh man, that's. I, I mean, flip a coin. Right, it's, it's, it's so tough. Like I said, with the generation thing, a lot of See, them just. I I would defer to our guest Nick Mangle, but he named both of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was like ah oh, shit. Um, Hawking cat somewhere. I, um, it's tough. I, 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 all right. I'll just vote. I'll, I vote cat somewhere because he was one. He was my nomination, but he's my favorite Buckeye ever. Yeah. What do you think? You, I, you nominated. I Hawk, nominated right? Hawks. So I'll go with Hawks. So okay. it's up to our two guests here. I'm going with cat somewhere because that's who would have been my pick if you didn't take him. Okay. 
And I'd go cat some more. Uh, there, <laughs> there it is. AJ Hawkins, our honorable mention. Yes. Okay. 5B. 5B. <laughs> well, can we just give them both? It'll be like Pats and Geno's in Philly. They just give both of them. Like, it's number one. They give it to both of them. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, they were both fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I just, it might have been the time in my life that I loved Andy Moore. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we got to put him in order. Okay. I think Cats is at five, then, if we were... Yeah, okay, yeah. About him. let's let's put him at five since we were debating about him. I have Spielman at one. Is Spielman at one <laughs> over Archie. Yes, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. I think I got to go Archie, even though I disputed his second Heisman. Yeah, he's the only guy that's one <laughs> two. I shit all over yeah. his Heisman. I shit on his NFL career, but <laughs> he played like two games. <laughs> seven years yeah, later, seven, seven years in a, in a Super Bowl Super appearance Bowl later. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. I just yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I got to go Archie. I mean, I just Archie? think he's the yeah. It's tough yeah. I mean, he is the. I, I'm a big. What Spielman is the Archie fan, Griffin too? Award? Is that the uh, best Buckeye? No, is it? it's probably some Columbus Rotary Club or yeah. something. I mean, what is it, honor? Um, if Archie's one, I think Spielman's got to be two. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Okay. Eddie three, Orlando four, or Eddie four, Orlando three? I say Eddie three because he's more that skill guy where he's that's what Got I, to that's produce, what I play to too. play. Yeah, yeah. That Orlando was a force. He was so fucking good. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He, was he really freak. was. Yeah, the like strong. I bet you that guy could like break a fucking lead pipe in half with his hands. His hands oh, were so yeah. goddamn like strong. A Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. Draws <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I believe that's Richard Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Who should be at three, J Dub? I think Eddie George. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You think Eddie? Yep. All right. That's fine. All right. Orlando Pace didn't fumble at the goal line as freshman year. <laughs> Illinois, but that's all right. If you would have gave the ball to Orlando. The door comes over. Orlando Pace has been standing out there with his ear to the door. Yeah. What the fuck did you say? Can you imagine how far Orlando Pace could throw Kyle's skinny oh ass if he wanted gosh. to? I would die. Like, if, I mean, it'd be like my dog playing with like a fucking toy. Like, it would just be. You just wake up and he'd. Get to work. Yeah, the pace yeah. just. Whoop. <laughs> how, You're how at schoolhouse now. Pace <laughs> three. Uh, was he three? Three twenty-five. So that yeah, that's more than two of me. Oh yeah. So easily. <laughs> if yeah. Oh yeah. And he's six eight. And is always at. <laughs> All right. I think that's a list, gentlemen. At number five, the big cat, Andy Katzenmoyer. At number four. The best offensive lineman in the history of college football, Orlando Pace. At number three, Mister Heisman, Eddie George. At number two, the Iron Man, the Rocky of college football, Chris Spielman. At number one, the only two-time Heisman Trophy winner in the history of college sports. They only give the Heisman out in football, but I said sports. <laughs> college football, number 45, Archie Griffin. Hope you guys had fun tonight. Big shout-out to Nick Mangold for sitting in on this show. Yes, we really appreciate you. it. Thank you, Nick. Make sure you guys go out and get his barbecue sauce. 74 Barbecue. Spelled out S E V E N T Y F O U R B B Q dot com. If you are in the Dayton market, you can find it at Dorothy Lane Market. Check it out. There are two flavors right now. It is fan fucking tastic. I put it on ribs very recently. It was great. I love it. Man with a beard on the label. There's a man with a beard on the label. A manly man with a beard that you've watched for a long time. Hope you guys had fun. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. For Beer League Kyle, Mr. Moravic Brandon. And J-Dub, John Wallace. I'm Fathead Joel. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.
hope that you enjoy the ride We hope we gave you tickles deep inside Won't you try to keep that smile on your face Until next week, same time, same place That was the it list That was the it list That was the it list Fare thee well That was the it list That was the it list That was the it list We won't tell that was the endless, that was the endless, that was the endless, fare thee well. That was the endless, that was the endless, that was the endless, we won't tell.